Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Product Comedy Hits Channel 99 show of 2015 it's the ron fez show back from a long winter's break and from what i understand the super bowl was over and special congratulations to the new england patriots or pats as they're otherwise known uh chris stanley yes you uh knocked it out of the park thank you very much Everybody's calling you the modern-day Nostradamus. I had the uh, sight. I had the third eye. I've got other people asking me if you can talk to their dead grandmothers, because you are the Long Island psychic. You are... I'm trying to use the name for you, the Steel Wheels Tour. All right. I'm getting some blowback from the Rolling Stones, who think maybe they want to do another Steel Wheels Tour. Oh, what's their problem? Steel Wheels too? Can I get a little taste of that? A lot of madness up on the Interrobang today, including... Uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, latest ass picture. Oh, God, yeah. And Randy Quaid uh, having sex with his wife while she wears a Rupert Murdoch mask. It's madness. Uh, Shelby found this, and I I found it uh, borderline sad, but he didn't understand me. Um, And I'm starting to think of the Kim Kardashian as just sadness as well. You think? Yeah, this picture now... Of her just leaned over, pulling her dress up with her ass out. Yeah, we've. I don't understand the purpose anymore. I, I mean, this is. <laughs> and I'm not judging. I don't know why she felt the need to do this. Yeah. But if I was to caption this, I'd put it "Will fuck for crack" because that's the type of thing. 
It's very amateur pornography. Uh, that's the vibe I get. I think it's very. I think it's much hotter than the paper magazine one. I think it's the last thing Warren Sapp saw before he was arrested. To pay him snap. It's just a woman pulling her dress up with her big ass out. Yeah. It's. There's no artistic quality to this anymore. It's kind of like a little Terry Richardson esque. It's very just. It's voyeuristic, is all it is. I, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. To watch that as a voyeur, I'd still be thinking, hey, why is she doing that? There's no purpose for that move that I know of. You're in a nice dress with some, you know, ankle stockings, and you've leaned over, you've just yanked the dress up. Yeah. And she's on like some sort of potted plant. It also has like the beginning of a snuff film vibe also. The black- there's, yeah, there's something It's like, dark. It's, I'm going to admit, it's a dark picture. Like It's, it's, it's uh, back alley is a term that you're looking at. David Lynchian. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Now, where do you compare this to her other photos that she's put out recently? Personally, I think this is the hottest one. I think this is better than the Broke the Internet one where your big goiled ass was on that paper magazine. What do you mean when you say goiled ass? Is there a reason for that? <laughs> Oiled. I meant to say oiled. Why would you say goiled then? Because I have problems pronouncing words. That's weird that you would pick this as a profession. <laughs> that's that's how it ha- that's how it's going. Uh, that's it. That's it. This is the cards we've been dealt. <laughs> Let's, Let's do fucking it. go. Let's do it. Uh, Johnny Manziel, your one-time hero, yeah, because he's a party guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, says instead of I'm making it rain and champagne, he's actually saying I got a problem and I need you to help me. Yeah, I'm powerless over alcohol. So all the fun, all you go-go boots wearing fucking weirdos have had. All you were doing was enabling someone with a serious problem. That's a hundred percent. I loved every second of Jai football. I loved every story coming out of him partying, getting whacked, and just being an overall asshole, just being an obnoxious jerk. And now that was all because he had a problem, not because he was just enjoying partying. He wasn't a fun guy. And I forget who brought up, like, hey, this kid has an alcohol problem, and everyone got mad. I'm going to say Skip Bayless, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I remember, and this was fairly recently, was like, hey, this isn't funny. This is a young man with a problem. And the internet, as well as uh, old media, furious that you could call someone an alcoholic. Like if, like before the rehab thing, I would have been, I would have been pissed at because I figured it was just a 22 year old kid partying, just having some fun. You know who you remember, remind me of? Who's that? The guy who let his kid drown in the bathtub oh. in that fucking commercial, and then the kid didn't get a chance to do all those things. Except for this time, that kid yeah. is Johnny Manziel. Oh, God. That's a, I'm in terrible company. The, uh, the numbers came back, the overnight numbers, which I guess it took us another overnight to get that here, but everybody else had had them. Uh, this was the most watched TV show in American history. When people say in the history of the world, they're wrong because the world watches other shit. Uh, this is like uh, an Adam Sandler movie where it makes a lot here, but then it doesn't travel as well. Yeah, no. 114 million people watch this, which is mind-blowing. Just a mind fuck that 114 million people would be doing the same thing at the same time. You're watching it. 
your old granddad is watching it. The kids that you were in first grade that was watching it. The girl who broke your heart in 11th grade is with her better husband and her children, and they're all watching it. Everyone you know is watching it, which is really crazy, and it's one of the funnest things about the Super Bowl, and it's why we sit and watch Katy Perry so that we know when people bring up Katy Perry the next day, we can say... You know, she drank so much Pepsi, she made a lion out of those aluminum cans. You know, one of those type of things. But here's the deal. There's 330-some million people in this country, which means two-thirds of the people in the country don't watch the Super Bowl, which weirdly to me is even more mind-blowing than the fact that one-third of the country watches. What could they possibly be doing? That, I don't know. I have two people I know, both who have written stuff for the Interrobang, who did not watch. Uh, Laura Brooks uh, watched old movies. What? (laughs) At least get some live content. (laughs) No. Come on! Watching black and white movies like uh, There's No Tomorrow. And then, this one probably shouldn't shock you at all, Jeffrey Gurian went to a Broadway play in the afternoon (laughs) rather than watch the Super Bowl. Now, two-thirds of the people didn't watch the Super Bowl. If you did not watch the Super Bowl, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, because I find it... Just mind-blowing that you would say the Super Bowl was on. Everybody is watching it. I mean, for me, it's like I don't think I've ever had a a time that I didn't watch the ball drop at New Year's Eve. Even if I'm at a bar, they put the TV on and a bar. uh, I used to put on these big comedy shows. We used to always have to rent a big fucking screen TV, which, by the way, that day is the most expensive day (laughs) to rent one. Because the people would feel like they they were ripped off, no matter what they did, if they didn't see that stupid ball drop down in front of Hard Rock Johnny's place. In the countdown. So, two-thirds of the people in the country did not, do not watch the Super Bowl. Um... And that's madness to me. I don't know what else you would do that day. You know, go through your sock drawer, yeah. smoke crack. I mean, what are they doing? There aren't televisions and crack dens. I mean, you could even stream I this. I smoked the motherfucking TV. <laughs> that was the first time I remember Samuel L. Jackson. Jungle fever. I, uh, I know one guy who didn't watch the Super Bowl. That's because he was working. And he works in a bar that doesn't have televisions. And, you know, he just... I guess people who are working, that that's a good percentage of it. Uh, coma victims must be a very large percentage. Um, babies have... The babies, though, they, if I was a parent, you have the baby watch the goddamn Super Bowl. Have the baby on your lap. Right? So the babies are out. I mean, they're, they're fucking part of the 113 million. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're down with us. That's baby eyes. Boy, we got trouble in that uh, other room. Hi, you're on the Ron Fez Show. Who's this? Now, this is Dave in Ohio, Ron. How are you? Dave, you're not a Super Bowl watcher at all? Nope. Didn't even watch or check the score or listen to it. I uh, was working on my hobby, which was making 
custom fishing rods. I, first of all, it's the coolest fucking hobby in the world. Second of all, but why not? While you're making your custom fishing rod, you have the game on. That way, if something happens, you will know it. Like if there's a play at the end where everyone's just so furious with the coach, you'll be able to comment on this. I feel better about myself not being able to comment on it, Ron. You love being an outsider. In this case, yes. All right, so there he is. Now, by the way, when you make custom fishing rods for uh, you know as your hobby, you're probably one of those dudes that you ever like see those like quiet, cool dudes that like are almost like zen like. But they don't bother with the Zen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just that dude. Yeah. That's him. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, I get it. He's got, you his, know? He's got his own thing going yeah, on. Yeah. Like maybe he's got some coffee on an open fire going. <laughs> There's like a, uh, like a cool classical music thing playing. Not fucking, you know, the regular shit. It's a deep track. Uh, yeah. A deep track that even you're like, hey, this would be good for a movie. Um, Here's Steve in Florida. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How's it going? What do you say? Um, cannot stand to watch guys crap footballs anymore. You, you used to watch football. Used to. That, that was the first play of the Super Bowl in my life that I didn't see. I didn't watch one play of this one. And I, I've never missed a minute of a Super Bowl before this year. What was it, Steve? What changed you around? What what took you down? Probably the Ray Rice thing. Because I have friends with a lot of people. We're all talking football all the time. And we're talking all day when the Ray Rice story comes out and who should get fired, Goodell or Ray Rice or... I will tell you this. More people wanted Pete Carroll fired for that call at the end of the game than wanted Ray Rice fired <laughs> easily. Yeah, the the I, amount I, of anger and, you know, the amount of second-guessing that takes place in this country over a play call, not realizing that Pete Carroll got that team there three straight years in the fucking championship games, Two years in the Super Bowl went down to the last possible play. He is to be fired and run out of town because he called a slant route on that play. Um, yeah, and now and now they've got the Ravens guy that's in up for fifteen felony counts for feeding his dog to an alligator. Well, I didn't I even mean, know this one. Oh, you hadn't heard that story? No. Yeah, the ex-Ravens uh, nose tackle got. Arrested yesterday or charged with a bunch of felony counts of cruelty to dogs and cruelty to, and to an alligator and illegal possession of an alligator. So make Michael Vick look like a choir boy. So you're angry. The last guy was kind of a Nick Offerman dude. You know what I mean? That just he's out on his own. He doesn't he doesn't get run down by this shit like the rest of us. But you're actually angry at the sport. And uh Well I'm no, I'm I'm angry at the fans. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not angry at Goodell or Kraft because they're just trying to make money. But when I talked to everybody on the Ray Rice thing and everybody had an opinion on who should be fired and I said, So are you gonna watch your team this week? Not one person said they were gonna not watch it. Everybody was pissed off at Ray Rice and Roger Goodell. But I didn't 
I couldn't find the person that said they weren't they were going to quit watching this garbage. You know, it's um, it's so odd because our obsession with football is bigger than anything else that we care about in this country. Nothing even comes a slightly close second. Um, We certainly care more about football than we do the infrastructure of our highways and bridges, which are getting (laughs) dangerous. You know, I mean, you would think people would be adamant about the fact that bridges are starting to crack all over the country. Yeah, I read that article about how like all the roads are just, they've been going on for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> they were built for not this much long without this upkeep. Yeah, I mean... It was uh, scary. It, it, well, it all happened, you know, we built all these highways and shit back in the 1950s, and that was it. I don't know the last time we've even had major bridges built or whatever, but the... Um, the fact is, people always just think of bridges that, you know, oh, that's going over water. But if you've ever driven through any urban area, you're up above the street most of the time. Like if you're driving through Cincinnati or Philadelphia, at some point you're up above it. And all those kind of things that those long overpasses and even just regular overpasses are fucked. Um, here's Dirtfoot. You're on the Ron and Fed show. Dirtfoot. Yeah, what, what- what am I doing? Well, we're going to watch the Super Bowl. This is for adult babies. This is romper room garbage. And so is the music. It's nonsense. A bunch of commercials. What are we, five? This is ridiculous. Get away from your TV set, you moron. It is, it is an interesting fact that you've got this game, which is not that different from any of the other 100 games that you've watched this season. Just the emphasis is on it. Then you've got these ridiculous commercials that really do seem like they're aimed at babies. And then you had this kindergarten fucking act that came out. I mean, she had dancing fucking fish next to her. It was dancing bush beach ball. She's flying around on a star. What was that show that uh, Davy Max kids were... Yo Gabba Gabba. That's what it was. It's Yo Gabba Gabba. And this is no attack on on Katy Perry because she's just giving the audience what they enjoyed. And believe me, people were like, that was an amazing show. Uh, there was dancing sharks. Uh, I saw a palm tree. The sharks ended up doing like on the front. I did an AMA on Reddit. Like, I love those sharks so much. We got to talk to this guy. It was insane. It's we love this thing that if you took a just a step back and looked at it is really, really weird. Um, here's Joe in Houston. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How's it going, cousin? Cool in the motherfucking gang. All right, all right. No, I didn't watch the uh, football game this weekend just because, uh, you know, I have no interest in, in, you know, the game itself. And also, you know, these players making millions of dollars off of playing a game and, you know, just basically everything that NFL beast is. Do you watch any sports? Uh, not too much. Um, right now I'm focusing on my, my... Uh, second career I'm trying to get taken off the ground right now, which is uh, music producer in the EDM world. So, that doesn't seem nutty to you. What's that? That doesn't seem nutty to you, too. I mean, there's millions of people, there's people making millions of dollars standing in front of a laptop. I don't even get, that world, I I miss out on things all the time. Um, Not Danger Mouse fan? (laughs) Dead Mouse. Yeah, yeah, Dead Mouse definitely. I mean, well, I mean, also Mark Garrix, uh, you know, Vici. There's there's a bunch of producers out there. Vici is, you know, one of the top leading producers out there currently right now. 
you know, and he's making you know five hundred thousand dollars every for an hour show that he's filmed. Yeah, I'm still so, trying to okay. figure that out. I don't even understand. It's literally it. a playlist. Yeah, I, I I feel like I could do that job. I feel like. If I someone just tells me what the bad music is to play, I could stand up there and do it. Chris in Baltimore. Hey, Ron. Yeah. I didn't watch the game. I'm from Baltimore, Ravens fan. And uh, I did not want to see Brady win. And I didn't want to see Seattle win. So I watched Colombo instead. All right, so you're actually a football fan. But you were so hurt football. from your Ravens losing that you could not turn it on. Exactly. I'll never know if they were supposed to win that game. Four points could have went either way. So I watched Colombo instead with Leonard Nimoy. It was great. The best People, part is Colombo always wins, so you can't lose there. People were talking about the uh, Super Bowl being so great. I thought that Ravens-Pats uh, game was even better. I mean, that was... Yeah, two 14-point comebacks? Yeah, I mean, that was just like watching uh, an actual shootout. It was like that thing that if there was a shootout in front of your house and you get to look out the window and you just see cops coming in and they're shooting and <laughs> gangsters are hanging out the window. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John and Georgia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I didn't watch the Super Bowl either. What? Watched NFL Network, and they had a retrospective on Joe Montana, and it was much better. You're lying. No, sir. You no, did sir. not sit and watch a Joe Montana doc. You watched NFL Network instead. You watched a Joe Montana doc instead of the game that Joe Montana was watching. Yes, and the quality of the commercials was so much better on NFL Network. I can't see. You're I feel just like a you're, dick. Yeah, you're just troll. He, this yeah, troll he just trolled called us. He trolled us, and we got a we got a rookie uh, phone screener, and nobody watching over. She just know? got shelled. Um, and our guy is just like he'd rather not focus on what's going on in there. Um, Albert, Florida, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Uh, let me tell you something. Sports means less than nothing to me. And of all the things I love about your show, anytime you guys are even having a long sports discussion, it makes me tune out. So I absolutely did not watch even one bit. I put a box set of Children's Hospital DVDs in and marathoned that all day long. Never even turned my DVR on, so I didn't even know who won until the next day. Now, do you, do you have any friends that watch sports? You know, I was in the military for 22 years, and whenever we went on... Uh, like Super Bowl weekends when I was overseas, I volunteered to work so my troops could uh, watch it in their barracks. I have no interest at all in it. Sport is such a weird thing because we care so much about something. I don't know if, if we care about anything more than we actually forget about. You know what I mean? Well, like, we're so into it, but most people can't go back and remember why they were into the 2001 thing <laughs> or the 2005. But at the time, like, I guarantee you there was plenty of people in Seattle who did not sleep that night. Well, the thing how that bugs they? me is there's people that can how, quote how every staff from 1979, Yeah, but they don't know who the three branches of government. They don't know who the vice president is. And, you know, I just think it's such a nothing issue but people put so much effort into it. Well, not only that, like I said, but there's a lot of people who watch the game who don't understand it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to hear everyone, did you see it? Did you see it? And I'm going, yeah, about 50 times the next day on all the replays. But I, it, I can't quote anyone's name that was in the game. I don't know anything about I just don't care about it. The but least. I mean, I, like we're saying that the guys who do sports for a living, 
calling for Pete Carroll to be fucking fired. You know what I mean? Uh, because they didn't like the decision that he made within, you know, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, it was 18 seconds left on the clock. Um, but, I mean, in that time that he took to make the decision, yeah, after the curse which catch. was like 30 seconds or whatever, that they thought that that one decision was so bad. Now, no one's going back to bring up, hey, do you think that Bilicek was crazy not to call timeout? Because that's where everybody's head was at the time. Yeah. And if Bilicek would have called timeout, Seattle would have a time to go, hey, we're going to call this. And other guys would be like, what? Maybe we, you know, maybe we give it the beast. Maybe we, we roll. So Bilicek forced that call. It was like a Jedi mind trick. But if that's a touchdown, there's people asking for Bilicek to be fired today. Instead, <laughs> he's the greatest quarterback of all time. The, the fact of the matter is, Brady is being called the greatest quarterback of all time. If that ball is caught, all we're looking at is his two interceptions and why he's Joe not Gardner's Joe Tom Montana. Brady. People will look at that in a way that they will never look at their own lives and their own career, which most of the time they take almost zero responsibility for. Their boss is a dick, their wife is a bitch and is forcing them to work something they did. You know, nothing is ever their fault. But when they can look at a game, they're like Greek gods where they sit down and they, do, they just assign blame and responsibility and they throw fucking lightning bolts. They suddenly have such clarity of decision. It's amazing. Well, it's so clear. Everyone else not in the fucking situation. Clarity and clear are the same exact thing. Oh, I didn't In case know. you thought you added something there. I did not. Um, here's Jason. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi. I don't watch the Super Bowl because my ex-girlfriend or my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend was in it. Holy shit, that's like unique. Oh, my God. Yeah. What team did he play on? Um, whoever lost. Seattle. Seattle. Was it Lynch? Yeah. No. It wasn't <laughs> was it Beast Mode? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> was it a black dude? <laughs> yeah, that's what I they said. It was a black guy. <laughs> oh, um, yep. Okay. So this I is a unique one. I've never heard this before. Yeah. You yep. do not want to see him. But, yeah. Thick dick celebrating. Just fucking Russian. Yeah. Just, just fucking. <laughs> I banged her. I banged her more. I banged her. And now I'm in the Super Bowl. That, you had every right not to watch that game. Plus, you should have just sat there and glared at your chick. <laughs> you know what's going on right now? Yeah. You know in fucking Arizona? Um, all right. Thanks, man. That's a good one. David in San Francisco. Hey, what's going on, guys? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I, watched, I went and played some golf. Had the whole course. I Marcel, bet. There was nobody there, but the highlights that I've seen, the halftime show looked like an international or like World Cup feel to it. Like uh, it's getting away from <clears throat> what we used to have. It seems like it's all the colors and all that. It looks like a Telemundo show. It is an extremely high amount of colors. And the, I mean, you look at Seattle alone, and that uniform would have looked so ridiculous years ago. Um, but it is about this just attack on all the senses. Just, hey, you're tripping. Just keep watching. <laughs> Don't ever look away. We're bombarding yeah. you with everything we possibly can. We're going to go back to the trails replay here and just look. <laughs> um, 
And people think that this is like uniquely us, but what the rest of the world does with soccer is the same exact thing. I mean, they're fucking, they're stupid about it. I mean, they're just they're insane. They're fighting each other in the stands and in the streets. They're, they're shooting flares at each other <laughs> in the stands. There are people, I, I always laugh at the people who, I'm not going to watch the game at home or even in a bar. I'm going to go into the square in town and um, watch it with a bunch of other people where I can't see. You taking off, Fez? Yeah, I'm just running down the hallway. You coming back? Um, yeah. Come back with another Columbo line. Okay. And? He's in the mood today. He's worked up. You took, what, two things off of him today? Two yeah. Two setup thing. I don't want him to touch it again. It's yeah, he, too aggravating. He won't. He won't. And the uh, the booking thing is back yeah. in your hands. I'm back to book boy. Okay. You're not load boy anymore? I'm not load boy anymore. You're back to trusting Shelby? I'm back to giving Shelby responsibility. We ought to do a thing. <laughs> that didn't sound like drugs. <laughs> we... We ought to do a bust of Load Boy later, where we just play some of the highlights of when you were Load Boy. Oh, God, those Load Boy days were, they were heady. Load Boy day. Uh, this is Charlie. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B. I told him he was Fez not in the room, but come on, he must have taken down Warren's staff. He must have sent those girls there. He was mad at him. This is why you're nice to Fez, because he's got dirt on everybody. I don't know. You know, the Warren Sapp thing is interesting for two reasons. Number one, why everybody acts like they're appalled by it. Uh, Number two is prostitution has always been called the victimless crime, but not until Warren Sapp got around and started making victims out of people. Oh, yeah. Getting what assault charges. Yeah, and if the girl wants a little extra money on the way out, dude, you got to realize you don't want this thing to come out. You're Warren you know, Sapp. You're a goddamn television. Yeah, uh, you're paying off that blackmail extra 500 <laughs> Whatever. Shit, okay. You got me. I'm all whacked out. At 7 o'clock in the morning, when you want a <laughs> prostitute... The amount of problems that you have before you even got to that place. Uh, maybe you had a good night's sleep, woke up like, hey, I want a prostitute. I just want to, that's what I want to wake up to. Yeah. Because that's what I'll do for myself. I'm like, look, if I still want to do those bumps and drinks tomorrow morning, I will. But it's very rare to wake up and go, oh, man, I really wish I did that last night. You know? I wish I chopped those lines, and I didn't do it. I had the opportunity. God damn it! Just give you, just give yourself twelve hours. <laughs> um, Clear the head. Yeah. Is uh, Corey? Corey, why didn't you watch the Super Bowl? Hey, Ron. Yeah. For uh, for years, we've been told that the best day to go to like a Disneyland resort is Super Bowl Sunday. So what we did is, I have two five year old. Uh, granddaughters, and you, you know you can't put them in a long line for Disneyland. So we said so we'll go give it a shot. So we went to Disneyland, um, and there was nobody there. I mean, literally, there was nobody at Disneyland. And then I went back to the hotel uh, to watch the Super Bowl while my my wife, daughter, and granddaughters stayed at Disneyland. But it's it's probably the best way to get to one of those places is to go on the Super Bowl Sunday because there's nobody there. I mean, especially men. There's no men there at all. And then you uh, could no leave, there. be back yep. at 6 o'clock, yep. and let them you know, finish their day out. 
they went to, I didn't, they, they just came back that night. I stayed, I mean, I went to, you know, during the day, but it's, you know, here, it's starting at 3.30 here in California, so. Um, oh, yeah, I forget. That was a good idea, because there's, there's, there's just guys at the bar down the hotel. I mean, obviously, I wasn't the one that had that idea. The point, though, is if you're going to do something like a tourist attraction, that's the day to do it. Yeah, um, brilliant. So it worked out really well. Brilliant so, yeah, call. they didn't watch the pool, but it was a, a nice move, so just want to let you know. All right, peace. Uh, here is uh, Eric. Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, yeah, I uh, I had to be at work at midnight on uh, Sunday night at midnight, and since I really could care less about either team, um, I went to bed at right about uh, about five o'clock, and was out like took uh, took a couple of sleeping pills, and I was out like a light. I don't and think there'd be enough week. sleeping pills that would make me fall asleep during the Super Bowl. Stay up. I'll slur through it. Yeah. Fire P. Carroll. <laughs> uh, two big things up on the iBank today, I believe. Two big videos and, uh, and a picture. But Randy Quaid banging his wife while she wears a uh, Rupert Murdoch mask. Yeah. Mounting her from behind and feeling... Like, I'm showing the world, you know. I got him. Uh, yeah, I got him. Don't worry. Taking them taking them down. This is gonna, yeah, this is going to be the thing that makes everyone turn on Rupert. The other part of this that's great is obviously he's in a hotel room somewhere. And the dog is just barking crazy. But the other thing that I like is he just has this map up on the wall yeah. that obviously didn't come with the hotel room. <laughs> so it's a way of him just, like, looking shit over. Like, where, where are they going to hit next? Uh, Where's it coming from? Yeah, I got this map here. Do we uh, have any string? And then there's something that Chris Stanley and I disagree on. He believes the sexual, the the sexiest picture yet. Oh yeah, of Kim Kardashian, and I believe um, some kind of hopefully bottom that she can push off from of whatever this addiction. To look at me that she has. Yeah, she put out a book of selfies, but this one is at a magazine called Love. I've never heard of it, and it's just a black and white photo of her just bent over, like with her with her with her dress pulled up over her ass, and there ain't no panties there. And it's a very large ass. Now it's not like oh she's got a curved ass. She has an ass like somebody <laughs> that you would see at the mall, where you don't know where it begins and ends, and just a giant how it all got there. And <laughs> why does weight go to one spot on some people and another spot? <laughs> It's you know, just good genes. On others. Yeah, it goes everywhere except for the dick. <laughs> she she's she's great. And this... no one ever says I gained twelve pounds in my dick and I love it. <laughs> Gotta get my dick more cut. <laughs> Trying to do some dick exercises. I got my CrossFit dick style. Boy, you love saying dick, don't you? Uh also another video up is the Papa John's guy congratulating the Seahawks. <laughs> And they went and ran it anyway. Or they, he... Yeah, they ran it on Esquire. They ran it on a, a bunch of places. They ran, and Esquire was a national. That's a national network. Yeah, it was it? everywhere. It was their yeah, fucking, in its own way. It is with their package. It was fucking great. Papa John's really is drunk because I'm, I'm assuming he's the one who, who fucking fires the button. Well, you know, you got to be careful with your drunk thing because remember what happened to Johnny Football. No, where you enabled him. I I feel like an enabler. I don't want to enable Papa John. 
But I've heard that he likes to drink or two every now and then. This is a story that I like is up on the uh, on the iBang is a Leno writer uh, taking some shots at Conan in his brand new book. Yeah, the writer said in, in the book about uh, Late Night, he talks about how Conan, yeah, he really annoyed us, and he never um, really grew out of any of the ticks. Like, he was exactly the same in 93 as he was when he took over the, the Tonight Show. He just felt like he was filled with nervous ticks. Yeah, and he's like, he just never got comfortable. I, mean, <laughs> I really do miss the radio war between Conan and Jay. It was a weird time for show business. And, like, you really could just take a stand and feel good about it. And then, like, Colbert and John Stewart jumped in on it, too, like, with Conan. Everybody, nobody came out on, you know, Dave jumped in, Jimmy Kimmel jumped in. Nobody was on Jay's side. No, it was just a beat No, down. let me switch that and say one person who did stand up for Jay, Mr. Jim Norton, was the only one brave enough to stand up there and say, Jay's a good guy, and he gets the better ratings. And why wouldn't they pick him? Everybody else was 100% bo- uh, against Jay. Yeah, there were just people. There was, it was mob. It was a mob against Jay Leno. And we missed, like, right now, no one cares one way or another about what's happening anywhere. Now, maybe not until, Colbert, uh, not until Letterman leaves, people will care then. But then when Colbert starts, that's when people will start caring again to see what he comes at us without the character. I don't know if anybody can beat Jimmy Fallon now because he's doing karaoke into a taco shell (laughs) while you stand ankle deep in a kiddie pool. I mean, that's the show now. And you're playing darts at the same time. Jarts. We're playing jarts, everybody. (laughs) What? Jarts. They should just have Russian roulette on the show one day. And when does the, the English guy start? I don't, know, I don't know the start date on him. What's his name again? James Gordon or Corden? James Corden. It's Corden. It's with a C. And Is he Watch the Family same or... guy in Gotham? No, that's someone different. That's James Gordon. He's a cop who becomes his police commissioner, as far don't as I know. It for me. Oh, shit. Sorry. Because I never watched any Batmans. I'm really starting with Gotham. You've never seen any of the movies? No. Are they good? Is oh. that my version of the Super Bowl? They're pretty good. Maybe that's something I can pick out next year. Maybe I just won't watch Star Wars when everyone else does. You'll, you, you shouldn't have to because it's going to be on for the rest of our lives. This is just to say, well, once we're done with the first tr- tr- this next trilogy, we'll go on to another one. Don't it's going to be like 60 minutes with CBS. <laughs> we're never going to run out of ideas because they all make no sense. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. How's it going, man? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I watched the real football game that weekend. Man City versus Chelsea. 650 um, million viewers. How many? 650 million. To watch that game all around the world. Yep, 650 million. I think they said like... Dwarfs us. 20... Makes us look like shit. Uh-huh. And uh, you know who was over there, too? I don't know whether he was at that game or not. I, I think he went to the Arsenal game. But the governor, Christie. Chris Christie... <laughs> Yes, right. you got it, Chris. Chris Christie. That's he's he um, he works in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I know he does. <laughs> um, that clarity makes me clear, right? The clear clarity that I got, like you got. <laughs> Mark, did the rest of the world think that we're nuts for liking football, football, and not soccer football? Yeah. I mean, I call it throw ball because there's no, you know, you just throw the ball around. But that's true. I, I have friends back home that actually they 
are starting to watch American football. I would watch it. I've been there for years. I just can't stand all the commercials. I like to get on with the game. You know, yeah. uh, that that would be tough to put up with if you're used to watching soccer because yeah. we stop every 14 seconds for a commercial and they yeah. run the whole time. Mark, do you ever watch like the Chicago Fire or any American stuff? Or I, I was in a bar a few years ago, Ron, and I asked them to put the Champions League game on and you know, a couple of guys, oh, that's a faggot game and all the rest of it, sorry. Right. But I, I actually had the bartender put an MLS game on right next to a Champions League game and within two minutes, everybody understood the difference. Mm. It's just so much, it's so much quicker. Yeah, it's amazing. And that even happens with our regular team. Like, I'll watch American. We'll be playing, you know, El Salvador. And I'm like, I think we're going to go somewhere. And then you turn on any of the European or South American teams and you're just like, what? Huh? What? It's <laughs> yeah, so good. And, and, the, and the other reason why we're never good, England's never going to be anywhere good in the World Cup is because you look at the Premier League, which I know you follow too. Yeah. We have no English players there. Yeah, I, mean, I know. When, it's you tough. To, when you go to make the national team up, you don't have anyone to pick from. So, you know, we got. they're trying to change that now. They're trying to make a law where you have to have so many English people playing for an English team. And Yeah, like Canadian uh, music industry. You know, um, here's what's uh, strange, Mark. There was a time, and we're not talking a, a huge amount of time ago, that you couldn't even watch World Cup in this country, and now you can see games Every day mm -hmm. yeah. of the, you know. I When I go home, I'm a construction worker, so I usually go yeah. home for the winter. I actually watch more games in this country than I do over there. It's hard to watch them over there because, you know, they want you to go there and spend money. Right. I never miss a game in this country. Never. I came out here in 94 when the World Cup was over there, and I was actually nervous. Because I was living in Chicago, and it was in Chicago. I was actually nervous with all the football hooliganism that was going on. But that's that's cleaned up now, and the sport's gone very commercial. But I mean, it's just it's just night and day. It's picking up pretty good. Here. Your team's getting better. Yeah. Well, we've got places to go, don't we? You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're do. just for what we've done in a short period of time. You can get that. Oh, you're much better than you were before. But then it gets tougher as you're moving up. All right. Thanks, Mark. All um, right. Cheers. Peace. If you go over to uh, Molly's um, and hang out there, uh, Mike only really watches. Soccer, not American football. And I bet he probably didn't watch the Super Bowl. He literally doesn't. The two things that he watches are soccer and that other kind of racing that isn't NASCAR. Oh, uh, Formula One? Formula One. Well, Formula One's pretty cool because they go through cities. I know. It's beautiful, right? It's really, it's really cool. Better than just a regular track. I guess unless you live there. <laughs> then you're like, uh, I'm trying to get downtown. But there seems to be a bunch of people running fast. I want to go to the store. Um, here's uh, Joe. Joe in Utah. You're on the run fest show. Hey there, cousin. Hey, cuz. Hey, uh, you guys talking about Jimmy Fallon. So? Chris said they're going to play Russian roulette. They already played Russian roulette on the show with uh, hard-boiled eggs and raw eggs. Yeah, I saw that episode, as a matter of fact. Everybody went crazy when the raw egg came down, like, oh, my God. <laughs> You've got egg on your face. And then... Um, Get it? And then they did Born to Run with toy instruments. Oh, cool. Like tiny ones? Yeah, like you're in kindergarten. All right. The, did you watch Super Bowl night? Did you put on Fallon? Uh, no, I didn't, no. They did some kind of thing where it looked like... I don't know, they did some kind of acapella thing with the roots 
and then other celebrities, and everybody was going crazy for it. It's a, uh, it's a glee world that we live in now, where glee was to this generation what the Beatles were to another generation. That's really depressing. For you. Yeah. I mean, if you would just join in, you'd be totally I, I'm happy not gonna, all the time. I'm not going to be it. wearing white pants and a red sweater. Fuck that. I don't wear white pants. Yet. I've never worn white pants. And yeah. It ain't going to happen now. That's why I said yet. You could fucking stop being a weirdo. You could join in. No, I like black jeans. But the same clothes every day? Look. I mean, you make fun of, of Fez, who, by the way, never came back, huh? No. I'm texting him to see what's up. <laughs> Hey, dude. What's going on, man? You said you'd come back. <laughs> Remember? Huh? Do, 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 do. Get it back. Um, there's uh, Brad, Iowa. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. How's it going? Oh, I'm okay, man. Hey, yeah. I didn't watch Super Bowl. Uh, we got like okay. nine inches of snow that day. Took the kids outside for about three hours, went back in, had some supper, put them to bed, went back out and did a little coyote hunting. So you're just, uh, you're living out there, kind of on the prairie doing your thing. Yeah, man, I got a small acreage, about five acres, I live right by the river, and coyotes run wild out there, and they're actually pretty uh, pretty rough on some of the cattle around there, so trying to do my part and take some out. Did you get any? Not that night, man. The cold front came in and shut it down pretty good. You know, the wind was blowing pretty pretty bad, so visibility is pretty rough. All right, man. So that's something you could have done too, Chris. Go out coyote hunting. No regrets, coyote. Uh, coyotes are predators. I could hunt them. So you will only hunt things that are predators. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't want to hunt a deer. Doesn't that seem easy? They're they're trying to hurt anyone besides running in front of cars. Then why do you eat so many cows? <laughs> They're fucking delicious. Yeah. So admit that. You eat delicious food, not oh, food yeah. that's not so delicious. If cat tasted like filet mignon and beyond, I'm like, just I'm just I mean, a, a lobster never bothered anybody. <laughs> and you're eating the shit out of that. Oh, hell yeah. Crab? Love it. A crab will fucking drag the kids out into the water. How big are these crabs? This, there's a lot of them. A lot of blue crabs that they'll they'll get together like eight or nine hundred and they'll just fucking sneak up on the beach, see a kid laying there on a blanket and just pull him back in. It's like Starship Troopers. So fucking bugs, dude. Thought you liked that. I, I do like it, but I want eating fucking humans. Why? When did you become this bleeding heart <laughs> liberal? Who are you, Jane Fonda now? Look, all I'm saying is if we have to have a war against crabs, we're gonna have to. In the war against crabs, no one wins, <laughs> except for the people who really enjoy crabs. Remember, crab cakes falls into it. Oh, definitely. Blow out your candles. We got your crab cake this year. <laughs> it's gigantic. I wish I could just start and do like these PSAs down in Baltimore where I'm just saying, watch out for the blue crab. They'll drag, drag your kids into the bay. And just fucking pinch them to death. Doesn't mean stop eating them. Enjoy them, especially the soft shells. Take the soft shell, fry it up, put it on a fucking sandwich. And just say, this is delicious. I mean, that would make people want to eat them more, so there's less of them out there killing children. Well, that's all I have to say in this PSA. Unless you want to stand around and watch me break this board. <laughs> do it! <laughs> fucking do it! 
<laughs> we should just fucking put a TV show on called Board Breaking. People would fucking tune in. Maybe even it won't be the number one show, but the people who do turn in will be really, really cool. They'll be the, the other people you want to party with. Tastemakers. First of all, before I break this board, I'm going to vape a little bit. Mm. That's medical. That's a medical vape. I don't even know if I want to break the board because I'm thinking about getting something to eat. And it just falls up over the refrigerator. What do we got? Leftover lasagna. Why do we have jelly but no peanut butter? It's crazy. I would love that show. But then I'd get pissed if they don't break the board by the end of it. Before I break the board, I thought maybe we could make up our own language. How's he going to break the board? Like, this water will now call aga. Aga. That's short for agua. It's like Spanish shorthand. Yeah. Everything we do is Spanish shorthand. Well, <laughs> it's getting late in the show. It's time to break that board. Finally! Or do you just start reading? Is it bored or boring? Just the reviews are just fucking terrible. These comments are killing us. I don't want to watch people vaping and then talking <laughs> about breaking a board or making up their own language and doing neither. They really lost their way on this show. It was supposed to be about board breaking. Yeah, and crabs. We forgot all about the crabs, which started us into this. Then you just have a TV show, and a guy goes like this. I am sorry. I forgot to hit the last two commercial breaks. I don't know how that happened, but I got to run 18 minutes worth of commercials right now. That's Most a- of them PSAs about crabs. <laughs> the anti-crab board is really paying us a lot of money. Then you finally come back from all that, and you just see the guy sitting next to the broken board. Uh, we couldn't wait for you. <laughs> We couldn't wait for you and went and broke the board anyway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Look, I don't know if I'm cut out to do this job. My head doesn't ha- <laughs> My head doesn't handle the weed like it used to. I start to go sideways. Also, I'm a cutter. I don't know when that started, oh but I can't stop. <laughs> Wouldn't you watch any um, show about a cutter? Oh, definitely. That's why I couldn't be a therapist. As soon as someone said they were a cutter, I'd be like, oh, do it now. Show do me. It. Yeah, do it while I'm watching. How deep do you go? How deep is your cut? The Bee Gees sang that. How deep is your cut? Degrassi uh, High had a uh, cutter on the show. She was my favorite character. What? Yeah, she was a cutter, yeah. And her mom was an alcoholic, so she had to move in out of the house. That's Ellie from Degrassi. I'm really fucking weirded out with you. Um, Shelb, did you guys uh, put that thing up that the guy called on? Sent to you and Fez? It did uh, not get put up. Why not? I had to. I did something when I got in and I did not put it on. You guys forgot? Yes. Although they sent me things back. It's something crazy that you said to so the guys like, here's a drop the fuck with Chris. So I don't say crazy things. No, I don't I believe that. <laughs> well, we'll never know now, will we? Because uh, 
I had other things to do. So when I said yes to you, I meant no. We could always play me talking about independent film. I would love to put out a story. Uh, it'll be a book, actually. Hopefully it'll be turned into a biopic uh, by Shelby and Fez and call it Yes, They Lied. Because anytime <laughs> they tell me yes. Got it. Yeah. You got it, Chief. You got it, boss, man. I uh, did not have uh, time. Uh, yeah, I got no problem. But yeah. uh, everything else working out okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When your eyes in the morning sun. How deep is your cut? Your cut. You know, um, we all started this over foosball and uh johnny manzel johnny football is now johnny rehab this is he's going on a new part of his life now he's going I, on a journey right like, yeah yeah like everybody else he's on a journey everybody's on a journey but me and you <laughs> everybody's on a journey but journey well they know where they're going they got that asian guy things are just going well for journey I brought this up to uh, Opie last week. I said that if I was like Steve Perry's manager, I'd send him out on the road with five Filipinos to back him up <laughs> and put out an album called, okay, we can all play this game. You want to get fucking crazy? I'll get crazy with you. I could find Filipino people too. There's a I lot fucking invented crazy. I'm Steve Perry. I used to wear tails with fucking jeans and Converse. That's pretty cool. Then why didn't it ever catch on? Because <laughs> he was the only one who could pull it off. Doesn't mean it's not cool. I don't think he ever pulled it off. There was something. I don't think. You, I don't think you can wear that. Or, I don't think you can wear anything on stage that doesn't give you kind of a bounce. You know what I mean? I always thought the tails, though. That I think that's kind of like aerodynamic. He's not an airplane. He's a fucking singer. I know, but that'll fuck, you know, gives him room to move around, is what I'm saying. First of all, people don't even, everyone can move around. But people don't even wear tails to weddings or proms anymore. I know. Peach tails never fails. All right, we got to take a break here? Yes, we do. Let's try to get Fed back. Okay. I'm going to hunt him down and bring him he back. He did here. have a fucking good joke with the. Uh, Columbo. Columbo always wins. I liked it. It's like it was it was written to win. I don't know. Um all right, we'll be uh back. Thank thank God you're here with us today. We're back in twenty fifteen now. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. This show is available on Sirius XM on demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand for details. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 
It's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You know, um, big SNL is coming up. Yep. What is that, in two weeks? February 15th, so two weeks from Sunday. This past Sunday. We ought to put something on the air with that. I got pitched an idea for underrated screw-ups. Okay. And um, not sure what that even means. I mean, a screw-up is just a screw-up in general. Yeah, but some of the screw-ups are underrated. Oh, like, so I guess some are, like, oh, I, we should have realized how big that was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, Lord Michaels pulled a gun on the air. Remember that? That was underrated. Let me just tell you something. It had a silencer on it. <laughs> 40 years that show's been up. It's amazing. Oh. 40 years. Did you watch it last week? I did not watch it last week. It had one of the funniest things I ever saw on it. It was uh, very uh, SCTV, a Casablanca thing. Oh, nice. But I was thinking, do people today watch a lot of old school movies, a lot of movies from the 40s, 30s, 50s? I don't think so. I think a lot of people see those movies like if they're in college in a film class, but I don't think they search them out on their own. Like I, I, I didn't see Casablanca until I saw it in a film class. Which I felt bad about at the time. I was like, "All right, this is finally going to see Casablanca." Is there like a famous film like that uh, you've never seen before that you've heard about a lot? I've never seen King, the original King Kong, all the way through. Wow, I've seen like clips of it. I'm obviously I'm aware of it, but I never actually saw King Kong, the original one. But you saw the second one. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that piece of garbage. Yeah, that terrible film. I saw it. Well, uh, now which one? Were you talking about the one in the seventies or the one in the two thousands? Two thousands. You well, never even saw the one in the 70s? No, never saw the one in the 70s either. I had a feeling you've never even seen Rocky. <laughs> no, I've seen Rocky. He wins in the first one, right? Nope. Oh. I guess I saw Rocky 2 then. Yeah. That's that where you start most things at 2. <laughs> yeah, the sequels are always usually better. Boom, 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 boom. Everything's already established. There was a, uh, a hysterical thing that was being set around that... George Lucas had showed up at Sundance and sat up there complaining about the big Hollywood pictures and how they're more circus than substance. And they, they said that the audience was laughing in his bearded face as if he didn't get the full irony that what he was talking about. How do you not? That's fucking insanity for him not to realize the words coming out of his mouth. He's he's, like, he sold his franchise for $4 billion. He goes, I was just talking about this with some of my CGI characters. <laughs> that film has changed so much. It seems to be soulless. All my rooms in my home are just green screens. I just live on a green screen set. One of the Black Mirrors was like that, remember? Oh, yeah. It would just change. The walls would just change. Yeah, that was, that was freaked out. I, that was... Probably my second favorite episode. A lot of people told me they hated that one because it was a little too silly, they thought. They uh, they couldn't imagine that world. Oh, I could imagine that world where oh, things are that bad. It's just riding the bike all day. That was weird. <laughs> hey, look, you have to fucking power the world, right? You have to either the uh, bike I, or you fucking get up there. What do you want? I've had worse jobs than just riding a, a fucking stationary bike all day. You get to watch great reality programming. You get to even just play a video game, basically. Where you just and none of them were riding hard. No, it was just like it was a nice pace to keep things keep the lights on. I mean, it wasn't even enough to get your metabolism fucking cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just <laughs> cruising along. Like not many of them were like really cut or really like in great no. shape. 
Because they, they're just feeding... No. English. <laughs> they have fucking shitty English food. They're eating from those weird vending machines. What is this uh, shirt that you wear all the time about? Okay. All City? Okay, so this says All City Obey Propaganda, right? Uh-huh. And then it's like a cityscape on it. and But then one of the, the skyscrapers is a spray paint can. And it's like... It was like radio. Okay, I thought waves. that was aerosol kid. <laughs> now, who put this together? Obey. The uh, the Obey giant people. Do, now they're doing Obey everything? Oh, everything's Obey. Obey is gigantic. I would say even wearing this Obey shirt, I'm a basic bitch. That's what they throw that. That's what they would use in my, uh, in my case. Because everyone's wearing it now. I see. So now you're a basic bitch? <laughs> I guess I'm a basic bitch because I wear this shirt. Now, what would you rather be? Basic or random? I, you want to be random. I hear a lot of people fucking using the word random just like incorrectly. Because they don't know what they're doing. But ra- you want to be random. You don't want to be basic. basic I thought word. random almost came off like an insult. Like some random dude walked up to me and asked <laughs> me for a smoke. That doesn't feel like you're... You know what I mean? It's almost like saying some extra in a fucking... From sexual casting. I'd r- yeah, that's exactly right. Well, some nobody, some schlub, some I'd, Johnny come lately. I'd much rather be a ra- like described as some random dude came up to me in the street than some basic bitch came up to me in the street. Right, basic is what exactly? Basic is you, you just do everything you do is only the most popular shit. Like that's all. That's like how, that's makes up your personality. So you don't pick it. You just wait until it trends and then you jump on. Exactly. Like uh, I've heard like UGG boots described as basic bitch. Those UGG boot things. I think they're still popular. I'm not sure. I don't stare at women's feet that often. Well, Brady pushes them. I know. He's the only man I've ever seen wearing them. <laughs> he buys them for the people in his team. It's crazy. But that was like 10 years ago. Is and it? Yeah. That's back when he used to win. He gave everybody Ugg boots. <laughs> this is the weird thing about Brady. They're acting like, you know, oh, his life is so great. He's got everything. For fucking 10 years, he didn't have a fucking championship. For he had ten, two losses. It's just constant. Two losses against the same team. Same so, shitty team. Same fucking random team come up from New York. Eli ain't random. And he's not a basic bitch either. Really? Did anybody ask him his opinion on this? One fucking sports show said, Eli, you've played Brady twice in the Super Bowl. How did you handle it? Oh, no one was interested in that story. No one. Maybe Russell Wilson should have hit him up before the game. But do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? I'm trying to get you to follow along with what, you know, you're doing your obey thing. I'm trying you to get the fucking understand. That would have been the normal story to ask. Yeah. Not one of the five million fucking news teams went to Eli. Because he's so dull. And that's still considered a freakish endeavor. Yeah, I mean, they, they stopped the fucking 18-0 team. You're missing my fucking point, and I would love to talk to you about this. Eli did those two things, and then his name doesn't come up at all the next time Brady comes in. No one sits around and ponders, where is Eli's life after football? No one ponders, what does Eli do in his off time? He sells that one weird watch. Yeah, and Dunkin' Donuts. And yet nobody knows where he goes. Cause it's I don't know if he's married, if he has kids, if he lives in the city or Jersey. It's disrespectful to him because people keep overlooking him because he beat fucking Brady twice. They should have been talking to him. That's what it I couldn't been get you to wake up to that fact that this is happening till just seconds ago. 
There is something about him that just screams dullard. Um, also, I believe he lives in Jersey because remember when Sandy happened, they had him like staring at the lobby of his of his uh, apartment building, just staring at the water building around his feet. What's he doing in an apartment that floods? This fucking guy won two Super Bowls. Brady is a fucking moat. <laughs> He's a franchise quarterback for the New York Giants. Peyton lives in a fucking plane that flies above the earth at all times and has to be refueled up there. Like Avengers. I didn't say it. Is it good, Avengers? Oh, it's great. You're missing out. I went back and saw, because so many people told me that the Winter Solstice was the, the Winter Soldier was the greatest of all. It got nothing but great like reviews. Like, Have you seen it? it? No, I haven't seen it. I didn't even see the first uh, America, um, Captain America. I, I, Captain America was never like a fucking superhero I really gave a shit about. Captain America is moving up and is, they're trying to pass the torch to, from Iron Man to him. Um, Captain America is big with the gals. Okay. Uh, Captain America is big with the children. And uh, Iron Man is going to be a supporting role in the next Captain um, Captain America. While wow. you're fucking ignoring the world around you, yeah. Marvel is making big moves. Captain America beat up fucking Star-Lord and made him go and hang out with those cancer kids. I saw that. Good. You're supposed to see that. Yeah. It's your job as someone who works in media. So Captain America has moved up. I he can't carry it like Robert Downey Jr. can. He just can't. He doesn't have that Robert Downey Jr. thing. He has, he Why don't you look up and see what he made, the Winter Soldier, what it made in America alone. I have a typist on it right now. Slow typist, box office mojo. Made $259 million. That's fucking American Sniper type bank. Yeah, that's fucking quarter billion style. And that's only in the USA. I mean, that's the kind of shit um, uh, um, American Sniper does. I'm, I'm, I've been sleeping on it. Or maybe just the title America is good for these movies. That is true. American Sniper, Captain yeah. America. The band America. Ventura Highway. The next Avengers movie should be Avengers in America. Uh, or Americans in America would probably be the smartest fucking title. That's meta. Yeah, that's fucking basic. <laughs> no, that's bad. That's bad. Meta's good. Basic's bad. To who? If you're following all the basic fucking trends, that should be good. For a thing like a goddamn cartoon movie like this. So anyway, Iron Man in the next one is going to come in and play like his fucking... Supporting role to him. I'd rather see Thor. I always like Thor better than him anyway. And I think the Thor movie. You watch well. the second Thor? I only saw the first one. Uh, they're looking up the numbers for the second Thor as we said. All right. I tried to watch it on fucking TV one night. Yeah. I couldn't understand it. It was like watching a dream. Well, he's supposed to be a god, but apparently he's an alien now. 200 million. 206 million. It's 50 million less. That's pretty, yeah, uh, that's a bad luck. <laughs> 200 million is still pretty good. <laughs> no, it's. They you, all make money. No, you're right. Fuck it. Captain America's the future. Thor's a stupid alien from some other world, world, I guess Asgard. Yeah, but that other world, the aliens are gods. If all the aliens are gods, then no one's really a god. They're just aliens hanging out with each other. Well, they would be gods to us. Yeah. It's like the Greek gods that sit around going, look, if we all have these powers, <laughs> we're not gods. I guess we're not all that special amongst each other. 
They were, but to us. It's starting to be like, the Greek gods are starting to be like the RX presidents. Because we got so many of them. I remember when I was a kid, like, we had none. You know what I mean? Like, all of them were dead at one point. I think it was like when Nixon was in charge. Everybody behind him was dead. Everybody. That must feel weird, right? But and even That felt normal. It felt like old men die. <laughs> now old men don't die. No, they're kept alive with science and technology and... Even their brains are kept sharp. Well, I haven't heard Jimmy Carter talk in a while. Jimmy Carter still fucking runs around building people's houses. I don't know how he does it. I don't know where he's getting all the plywood at. I guess the Amazon? Yeah, I guess he's fucking getting it all from the Amazon. <laughs> I mean, he's importing all this wood. It's got to be from there. Canada, the tree line? Yeah. Kind of the tree light. There's a shitload of trees up there. Well, I will tell you this. You got to catch up on some of these movies. You got to watch the uh, the Winter Soldier. I am. Just so that you can comment on it. I know, because I saw the first one. No, I didn't see the first one. I did see the sequel to 300, though, and that was a giant piece of garbage. Well, I don't know Is why. it 301? Is that the name of it? No, it's 300... Uh, like the Black Death. I like thought that. 300 was fucking ridiculously bad. I thought, what? what is this homoerotic fucking <laughs> porn people are showing to me? Like, I guess uh, Cersei's was incredibly homoerotic. The, the, the main bad guy. I didn't get the whole gimmick where people are going, oh, you got to watch this. These guys are really cut. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Hot Have dudes. Have we moved into a new fucking world where this is acceptable? Yeah, it is acceptable for dudes to comment on, like, other dudes, how cut they are. I know. Like, I know, it's like hanging out with Big J. It's all he fucking talks about. So you check out the quads on that dude, bro? He says constantly, you know, and who looks good here? <laughs> like sick traps. He, he fucking um, asked me if I could get a lock of your hair. Yeah, pff, not going to happen. Why? I got to keep all this hair right on my head. I don't want to give out any You're running a weird fever sweat right now on your forehead. What's that about? It's because I didn't shower. And then whenever I don't shower, it just makes me feel bad. So then, Why don't you shower? I, sometimes I just go to sleep and think, I'll shower in the morning. But it never happens because I just sleep through. So right you're always a night shower? You're never a morning shower? I've showered in the morning in the last 10 years. This isn't an exaggeration. Maybe four times. Uh, it's not an exaggeration, for real. That's why you might have all that body funk. You know how everyone always says you stink? I didn't know that. A lot of our that. guests say, yeah. I, really? You don't know that you have a musty smell? I had no idea. I thought I smelled like smoke. You smell like a guy who doesn't shower. I didn't know what people were talking about it. You smell like a guy at best showered 12 hours before we see you. <laughs> that makes sense. That's actually, that's accurate. That's what I guess what I was going for originally. But so when I don't, when that doesn't happen, then it's, you know, 24 hours, and I'm just a grind ball. And dirt apparently makes me sweat. Well, you got a real sheen above you right now. But the weird thing is your, your greasy fucking hair still looks good. Yeah, I think the grease, as opposed to everyone else, it just makes my hair stronger. You got like a 90s look today, because it's like slick backup, but on your own grease. Yeah. It's it's staying there on its own. I think the '90s look was the best look hair wise. I think it was the best look suit wise. 
like yeah. those Larry Sanders sharp on the shoulder suits. Those are nice. I like like Ethan Hawke's hair, like in Reality Bites. That's great hair. Like I should just go into my barber and be like, "Let's take a look at the Ethan Hawke." Let me get Reality me, Bites. Give me, the, give me the Hawke Reality Bites haircut. We got some slow typing going on. We'd rather type than talk, though. Yeah, that's your hair today. <laughs> that's what it's going it's for. It's greasy. It's back, but it's also hanging. What's What uh, song did he sing in that? Who did he cover? Oh, he covered... Um, no, I can't... No, he didn't do Blister in the Sun, but he did one of their songs. Violent Femmes. If it wasn't Blister in the Sun, it was... Why can't I get just one screw? What's the name of that song? And then she was crying all during it. Yeah. Yeah, play it up. Why can't I get just one kiss? Why can't I get just one kiss? Why did you uh, get some PG rated version when they took fuck out? Because that was just what I found on YouTube. Now, you know what always bothers me about that song? What's that? That He says, why can't I get one screw, right? Yeah. And then his next line is, why can't I get one fuck? It's like he's asking for the same thing. Well, it's just <laughs> different language. He's being persistent. It's like, maybe I'll say, can we just screw? All right, screw it. You're not I remember how, she, how hurt she got by that. Yeah. Him doing a fucking cover song? Come on. You can't possibly get mad because someone's doing a cover song. What's up your ass, Winona Ryder? All right? Not his dick, because <laughs> that's all he's asking for. Just one. Just one screw. Were you uh, a Winona fan in the 90s? I'm a Winona Ryder fan now. I haven't seen her in a long time. The last thing I remember her being in was she had like a small role in Black Swan. It was like four years ago at this point. Oh, see, I forgot that one. I remember when she had that weird role in the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Mr. Deeds? Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that actually on television. And it was it was for Winona Ryder, not for Deeds. I just wanted like, I, I love you, Winona Ryder. You're the best. All right, Winona Ryder in her prime. Okay. Or Parker Posey in her prime. Who's God. your hipster girl? You know, it's Winona Ryder for me. And Parker, po I love Parker Posey. We went to the same college, but Winona Ryder's, she was just. She I was just, your girl. She, she was, was your my, 90s girl. I was like, Winona, what's wrong, baby? How, how can I make it better? Mommy, you sing a Violent Femme song to you? He's not, she's never been in a good mood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's dated some motherfuckers still. Yeah, she's Like did. a lot. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of musicians. At, you know, she. She you know enjoys dating. That's what I'll say about Winona. She broke up some bands. Yeah, I think she was with Jimmy Fallon. It was like the last famous person I saw her with. And she still looks good today. Is that a recently? This is a recent picture. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Yeah, but now she's playing the part of crazy ladies instead of <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they, 
she was like the edgy kind of girl, but now she's just straight crazy lady. I guess that's the evolution of that character if she doesn't branch out. Yeah. I mean, we would have expected... Oh, that's a beautiful picture of her there. That's her IMDb picture? Yeah. And she's gorgeous. She's great. But yeah, we expected her to settle down at some point. Nope. She just stuck with it. Hey, here's a funny one I saw the other day. So Robin Wright is telling people, I'm getting married... Really, for the first time. And people are like, you what? were married to Madonna. You were married to Robin Wright. Now you're marrying your third fucking star. But you can't act like the other. You had kids with that woman. Come on, Robin. You were married for like 18 years. That's, that's a load of horse shit. Uh, that's just, Sean, you got to love him. <laughs> you got to give the devil his dough. I guess. Everyone knew they were married. Give me a break. No, but the way he's saying it wasn't a real marriage. I, 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 know, I know what he's saying, but come on. Why are you throwing that out there, dude? The last thing uh, Winona Ryder did, well, she was in an episode of Drunk History. So that's cool. And she was on a TV miniseries called Show Me a Hero. What? This popped out. No. Would that be the end for you, if it did? If it, I'd fucking throw myself through a window. I, I have been trying... Ghost in the machine. I've been trying to get a little airtime for Shelby, and I can't seem to get him in this room. Shelby hasn't had a good on-air presence since he was in this room. No, not at all. So I tried to move him in here. I can't seem to pop it off. I can't make everything line up the way it should. He's like he's on Rebus Island. You're trying to throw to him, and there's just some fucking corner just shutting him down. It's like, why would I throw that way? I, you know, Rebus didn't exactly have. Uh, he gave him a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you start to brag about any of those guys, they're bound to get burned. I mean, you can't get out of it. No, it's just how it is. There's just too many fucking plays. There's too many things are happening. All right, I'm saying that to you too, Richard Sherman, the man with the saddest face in the world. I still pick Kanye. I don't go any <laughs> sadder than Kanye. I feel like Kanye when he's when those that picture, Sean. It's like, what is he thinking about? Like, what horrible things have befell him? He's thinking I fucked up. I I wanted it to be great, but it ain't. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Like, a lot of times you think to yourself, when I'm successful, I'll be happy. But then when you get successful and you still ain't happy, then life is bad. And then every picture you're in, you're just looking miserable. Yeah, you're like, I want to get, I'll get a big house. I'll be up. I'll get a big reality star. Be my wife. I'll have a baby. Oh, but put out sweatpants that are made out of leather, blow everyone's mind. I just mind. think Kanye, like, you know, jizzed all over that big giant ass. Yeah. And then was like, is that all there is? Is that all there is to jizzing on her big ass? Do I just have to wait till more jizz builds up? <laughs> is that all there is? Yeah. It doesn't make you permanently happy. Nothing does. So people think, oh, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to move somewhere. Uh, and that's going to make me permanently happy. 
But it's just going to be more shit wherever you are. Because you're still you. You're still you. And, and you think by moving or doing less or doing more will change things. But no, you're still going to be you. That's wonder, the deals. Yeah. I read something that... Um, Wait, you read something. I read something. Now, obviously, it wasn't a book. Was this a tweet that you read? <laughs> it was a study. Or an Instagram. No, it was a study. And it said that mo- like, you're right, money makes you less sad, but not more happy. Well, money can end some, you know, problems. People act like money doesn't solve your problems. It does, too, if you got money problems. Uh, money is good. It'll take away your anxiety about money, because now you have money. So now you don't have to worry about buying shit, paying your rent. But then again, you're still you. You're still, you're still going to have whatever problems you had. Dude, I don't care too much for money, because money can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. How long have we tried to make Fez happy? <sighs> since, How long has it been? Since I've been here, it's eight years. Eight years. Eight long ones. Eight years. And how many? How much change do you think Fez has taken in that eight years? In a positive direction? Or negative? Or is he exactly the same? I think his anxiety has only built in the last eight years. In my professional opinion. What's he need? What's he need to stop sitting there letting people talk around him? He needs to change himself. He needs to take it upon himself to find a way to be happy. The Advice Show. What gives you the fucking balls to sit here and talk to that man like that? That's just That was just the thought that popped into my brain. What makes you feel like you need that you understand more about him than he does about him? Sometimes it's good to get an outside perspective on yourself. Well, you're right about that. You know? I didn't think of it that way. See, I'm trying to make a little bit of sense here. But does it weird you out that he hasn't even answered you back? I, you got, sh- I don't know what to say. I mean, he's right. Oh. All right, we'll let you run with it. No, I said I don't know what to say. That I haven't improved. And it's only gotten worse. Worse or better? You know what I mean? Worse or better? Are you coming at this thing like a fucking runaway train? Because it's starting to feel that way. You know what I mean? I mean, we're talking about beast mode. Look at you. You're beast mode. Because if you start to hit that line and problems hit you, what do you do normally? Churn your legs. Break that problem. And you problem. push, and you take a one-yard gain and turn it into a five- and six-yard gain. No one's saying that you're going to score every time you got the ball, but you never stop churning. Yeah. And your yards after contact's fucking crazy good. Yeah, it is. And then what happens a lot of times? We faked you hitting the line, and everyone's like, oh, fakes, pass. Well, they're not noticing. You've rolled out in the flat. You're ready to take a three-yard pass and turn it into another 30. Because you're a receiving running back, and that shit is badass. I mean, that's the future of the position. Yeah, it is. And then it's all about total offense, isn't it? <laughs> total yardage from scrimmage, not just rushing yards. Yeah. Okay. 
He agrees. He agrees. I mean, look at DeMarco Murray. He had like fucking 2,300 from scrimmage this year. Is he going to repeat it? I doubt it. Fez, let me ask you a little bit about your goals. you mind? No. Where do you see yourself in five minutes? Huh? What do you hope to be doing in five minutes? Taking a piss. You got to take a pee? Yeah. Go ahead. Go take a pee. Because we, mm-hmm. we can't break right now. No. Mm-hmm. No way. No. I can wait. But why would you bring up in five minutes you hope to take a piss? Because uh, I have I have to take one. Then I told you to go take one. All right. I'm telling you about actions. Not wants, not desires, but actions that you're, ta- you're taking place with. I'd like to see this in the next five minutes. You grab the stick. You come back, you've emptied out your bladder, and you say, give me the fucking stick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, you want to go take that pee? Push it out. Push it real good. You realize you could have been back by now. Yeah. You would have taken action. Now the bladder's feeling a little shy now that I brought it up. I probably shouldn't have mentioned it. I, like, psyched myself out on it. How do you know by the time you get down there? Here's my problem, though. You told me your goal, what you hope to be doing in five minutes. I'd like to see you achieve a goal. And then build upon that goal and build upon that goal. You ready to go take that piss for the team? Yeah, I'll go piss. Oh, man. How quick will you be back? I'll time you, too. The piss will probably take about a minute. Give me three and a half. All right, see in the three and a half. I'm going to start timing it from the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give them to the door. <laughs> and that comes back. We'll have the things that you grab the next 45 on. Okay. All right? All right. Just start right now. I got it. I'm liking the way he's attacking this. I mean, first attack the piss. Yeah. Then attack the air. He really is like beast mode. But better. I he, guess he is. Because he would have just grabbed the ball from Wilson anyway. Push Wilson down and then ran it into the fucking into the goddamn end zone. I agree hundred percent. Because you would have said, "Don't you realize that rookie's going to fucking blow the coverage, or not blow the coverage? Rather, he's going to see you coming a mile away." I wish somebody would have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of their bum receivers just should have, like, no, call the playoff. Pete Carroll, think about this. Call the timeout. Instead, Super Bowl losers, Seattle Seahawks. Do you feel like they're losers or they just didn't win? You know what? They just didn't win. They're not losers. It's a fucking good team. Is it the best team? No, it's the Patriots. Patriots are the best team. I'll say this. I see that the Patriots won the Super Bowl, but I don't know if they're the best team. All-around team. I don't think they're better than the Packers. I think their defense is better than the Packers. Now the Packers have better receivers, but they also but they don't have a better coach. Bill Belichick is the better coach than Mike McCarthy. Look, Belichick and Brady are number one. After that, let's throw in one. 
I'll tell you this, though. I was going to just throw in Gronk and um, the wide receiver. What's his name? Edelman. But that secondary was pretty cocky yesterday. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, they were very cocky. Yeah, they were very, very, they were very pleased with themselves. <laughs> it was so shocking. That was such a shocking end. Where are we at on time right now? He has one minute and 15 seconds to get back here from pissing. Yeah, I mean, even leading up to it, the went oh, there he comes. Made it, Jeff Diadafes. Yeah, that part took a little longer than I thought it would. Great. No, you were inside your times, and you're ready to grab the stick, ready to go for forty-five minutes on this subject. Do you want us to pick the subject for you, or one that you have? I don't have one. What about all those papers that you keep here? Hand me all your papers. For years, I've tried to get Fez away from papers. And he's got stuff about Jason Lee. He's got stuff about serial killers. More stuff. He's got uh, make it happy. Look, he's counted down things that I guess you never did on the air. Yeah, it was in case I needed them. But you did need them. And didn't use them, right? Yeah. He's got 17. He's got as many as 50 in here. Haven't used any of them. You got stuff about Bob Odenkirk in here. Stuff about Shawn Michaels. The Heartbreak Kid? Yeah. By the way, no one would bring this up, but at my party during the last drive, I yelled, this game gets wrapped up after a Wilson pick. Now, I thought he was lobbing the ball too much. And I thought one of those was going to get picked off. Well, they were they were staying in the fucking air. It was <laughs> yeah. So by the time he was down to the six inch line, I'm like, forget that. But then that pick happened so fast that everyone turned around and pointed at me, going, "You called it! You called it!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I did." But that's not the pick I visualized. That laser beam. I, yeah, I just visualized one hanging up there in the air. Well, every any time he threw it, I was like, "That thing's getting picked off." They were like, rainbows, because and the, and the fucking pass secondary was on top of every receiver. Nothing was ever, no one was ever really wide open. Even the curse thing, I thought the the who fumbled or uh, bobbled the ball and so caught it. I thought that was gonna be an interception. It was freaking me out. All right, we're uh, you ready to do your forty five? So we're all gonna pick a topic for you, and then you can pick one of the topics. The topic I picked for you, Fez, is the TV show. Blackish. Blackish. Hicks, what do you got for him? 3D printing. Man, you are fucking locked into 3D printing. And Shelbo? How about the Iditarod? What's that? How about the Iditarod? Okay, the Iditarod. Which one you want, Fuzzy? Um, I have no idea about any of them. I haven't seen Blackish. I don't know about dog racing. That's not the question I asked. The question I asked was, which one do you want? Um, I guess I'll take 3D printing. We'll be back here in 45 minutes. Knock her dead, all right, big man? I don't think I can do it. That's not the way we believe in ourselves, is it? No, I don't believe in myself. That's not the way we believe in ourselves. I should have picked Rob Lowe. God damn it. 
I just thought of it now. Those DirecTV ads are really starting to freak me out, how they really perfectly put his face on those other dudes' bodies. Is this time for your 45, <laughs> or is it Fez's? It's Fez's. You know, this is not your time up there. Okay. It's his time down here. All right. You ready to do your 45? No. Well, if we switched it up. 44. Does that sound better? It sounds better, but I I'm, I wouldn't be able to do it. 46? No, that's more. This is his time. To yeah. me, there's a glass ceiling hanging over him. And when he breaks through that, he'll feel better. Like, who's your hero, Fess, of all time? Um, well, now I can't even think of one. His name is Batman. Right. Remember, you've liked him for all these years. Yeah. You used to watch <laughs> him as a kid. What would Batman do if he had to do 45? On 3D printing. Um... He might throw it to Alfred, who would probably know even more about that than him, or do it as Bruce Wayne, or th uh, most likely would give it to the Wayne Enterprises CEO, Lucius Fox, who's like a tech guy and head so, of the, uh, you know, CEO of the corporation. So you're saying that Batman attempts when a problem comes up to hand it over to an underling as fast as he possibly can, to take the hero's journey out of his own hands and say, here, you do it. You do it for me. Do the the 45. Well, I think he would want to bring in an expert. And I don't know if Batman's an expert in 3D printing, or if he did go into a thing on 3D printing, okay. it might expose who he really is. So, I mean... Batman just tries to talk as little as possible. All right, here's what I'm saying, Chris. You've watched a lot of Batman movies, right? Oh, yeah, seen them all. Did you ever see once where he pitched and gave up the responsibility of what was ever handed to him? No. He um, takes care of, He takes care of his own business. Like Bachman Turner Overdrive. Like t yeah, like the PTO. Um... Let's see, Shelbo. What's the topic you want to get into? Well, I was eating at a, uh, a burger restaurant the other day, and which restaurant? I believe it was uh, it was in Queens. I think it was called Martinelli's. It had like a really, really weird name with it, but I'd never seen this that they had like every kind of fry like you could want. Like they didn't have just one like style, like curly or regular. They had like your your shoestrings, your crinkle cut, your your steak fries, your waffle, like every one of them. And I had like no idea which one to get. And I was thinking like, what is the best type of fry? Like I I forgot until I saw them all in one place that there were so many of them. And I was going with curly because it combines like every type of fry like into one. Well, let's just start narrow this down. Yeah. Is there a type of fry that you don't like, Chris? Steak fries. I do not like steak fries. Too thick. Too thick. It's too much. It's like I'm eating a goddamn baked potato. Um, 
I'm going to take one off next, and I'll say waffle cut. Don't really want to see a waffle cut. <laughs> it's it's so infrequent to see the waffle yeah. cut fry, at least you know in New York, that I have no real desire for it. Now the because that, like you said, it's too much of a broad potato taste. The shoestring, though, your first couple bites are like. Oh, this is nice and crispy. But then there's not enough substance to it. I hate shoestring fries. It, you get this big pile of fucking fries, but there's nothing there. It's bullshit. It's smoke and mirrors. I never no, know. I'm going to agree. Uh, I'm going to give you the next one. The crinkle cut can blow me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. I think if you're looking for a great fry... It's the standard, i.e., McDonald's-style fry in terms of size, length, and weight. See, I like it slightly thicker and with the... Uh, you want a steak fry? fry <laughs> no, no, no. There's a, there's a fucking... There's a happy medium. Thicker than the standard McDonald's fry. Thinner, smaller than the steak fry. And also, I get to have a little bit piece of the potato on it as well. You'd probably need like, to uh, skin the potato oh, skin. Potato skin, like a little bit. Just every other, every you know, every five or six fries. There's oh, there's a little piece of potato skin. So on you're there. looking your favorite fry. I'm gonna guess peanut oil. You got it. You're looking at the Five Guys fry. Yeah, the Five Why Guys. Why can't you just say that instead of what you were wrestling around with? The Five Guys fry is the perfect fry. You're a Five Guys guy. Damn straight. Um, I will say this about Five Guys. Very tasty in-house, doesn't travel well. If I say um, I'm taking it out in my car, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to fry. Because they're going to be soggy and cold and weird in no time. The sogginess is really, it's troubling. It's troubling. <laughs> but eating it right there, just inches away from where it was cooked, oh. delicious. It travels like sushi, though. I.e. not well. All right, so you're a Five Guys guy, and I'm not even saying so much the McDonald fry, but is the standard cut yeah. of a McDonald fry. I will agree with you. Some people act like there's no potato I don't like, and I'm like um, waffle because I think it's a waste of fucking time. Now, will I eat a waffle if that's all they have? Yeah, but I ain't asking for it. And crinkle cut, blow me. Crinkle cut is the most artificial of any of these things. Now, Shelby, you went with a curly fry, right? Yeah. I do not hate a curly fry. I don't have a problem with it. Show me a picture of a good curly fry, Chris. I'll find you some delicious curly fries. They need to be in more places, and there's no reason that they can't. Like, Arby's has them, and it's not like they're like so high and above a McDonald's or a Burger King. Why can't Burger King You sound McDonald's? like a baby now. Uh, this picture that we're looking at looks like shit. Yeah, they don't need to be in more places. They need to be in less. I've that had a, does not look tasty. I've had a lot of bad orders of curly fries, and I thought, yeah. oh, man, I would like a curly fry. Yeah, a curly fry is only good if it can be crisp. Also, curly fries remind me of, like, a carnival atmosphere. I that's where you were molested, right? I, I, As far as I know, I wasn't molested. I mean, it could have happened. I just repressed it. Hey, do you have new names for me to go over today? Uh, Fez does. What are we waiting for? Why wasn't that happening in between one and the other? Silliness. Who do I blame? Alfred? 
or Lucius uh, the head of the place. Are these the names? Yeah, those are. We them. went over these the other day. This happened on Friday. Fez, you uh, got to talk back. Sorry. For us to fill any time in, and for us to communicate together, because there's only one I said yes to here, and that was uh, Jason. Although we uh, weren't sure if this is the thing that we like. Um. Because you thought this was a drama? Yeah, that is a drama. You know I, what I watched the other day? The first three episodes of Better Call Saul. Whoa. That's the hottest TV show this season. Is it? That's what I've been hearing. Everyone loves Breaking Bad, and now Better Call, Better Call Saul is coming back. Or come actually just premiering rather than come back. Yeah, people are There's clamoring. a lot of people saying it's not as silly and as off-putting as Breaking Bad. I kind of like that. Because Bob Odenkirk is the man. And that character is hysterical. And it, if it doesn't have to be hysterical, he's just kind of like badass as being like the sleazy lawyer. Um, I'll say this. There, there's a lot of uncomfortability to how bad his life gets, though. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him sometimes. And then he's such an asshole that I don't like to see him win. And yet, I do think he's a good lawyer, just with no morality. He's a great lawyer, if the Breaking Bad years or anything. Don't you know lie. what we didn't bring up uh, yesterday that we should have is that Kamal Bell um, issue that went down. That supposedly he was treated with some kind of racism, but now there seems to be a backlash against him. Yeah, Kamal Bell. There, people are now saying, "What? What do you think you're saying?" The people are pissed at him because he said he was told to leave a restaurant in Berkeley, California, because he's black. That's what he. That's what Kamal Bell. They wrote. fired the waitress. Yeah, and this is what Bell said. It is the definition of prejudice. They looked at me, they judged me against other people, an idea they had in their head about a person like me is going to do, and when they acted, and then they acted in stupidity and ignorance. Well, they tried to shoo him away. He was outside the restaurant meeting his wife and her friends, and as he looked up, there was an employee, they didn't say a waitress, but they said an employee was brushing him off, telling him to get away from the customers, to leave. As he put it, get. Right. So he put it up on his blog, and the last I heard was the restaurant and uh, Kamal Bell were going to hold a public forum to talk to be, about the problem. Why does it need to be that big? Why can't it be just like, you're an asshole, lady. I had a fucking TV show. You know what I mean? Blast him and be done with it. Yeah. The like the rest of us do when we're in argument on the street. So yeah, so now the the backlash is coming partly because of the there's now a public forum thanks to this restaurant and Kamal Bell. I know, but let's not turn it into fucking Ferguson. You know what I mean? Some asshole waitress saw a guy, and I'm not saying he looks homeless, but he lets his hair get a little wild. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 has a great look. But, but you know, some days your hair is wild, Chris, and some days it's not. <laughs> There's some days that you can look homeless. And what's the big deal here? 
Is he acting like he's better than homeless people? That's what see. That's what. That's how it's coming off. That's why backlash is happening. I think it was because he was embarrassed. He had never met these uh, these friends of his wife before, and then this happened to him. And on his birthday. But it didn't so I think it all comes down to some embarrassment. So you're saying he's being a baby about this? No, Instead- I think he's absolutely right. But that's I bet. I, but Look, you shouldn't humiliate a person like that. Did, why is it humiliating? He's being shooed away like he's a, a fly in the restaurant or some sort of wild animal that walked up there. He was seen because of his hair. He's a big. He's just a big dude. He's a big dude, and they probably have a homeless problem, right? And she's like, "Hey, don't bother people." And he's like, "Fuck you, bitch! I have fucking on a TV show. This white woman and her white friends are with me." Get Did it? it happened in front of his wife. Yeah. So it's not that big a deal. It happened in front of his wife. It was like a um, new mother's get together. She was there with their kid, meeting other moms that have babies. So it was like a social thing for her. He went to a bookstore, picked up a book. Was yeah, walking... I, I, those are all the details. It comes down to this. Does he look like he's homeless because his hair is crazy or because he's black? Or do they have a lot of fucking black dudes with crazy hair hanging around their restaurant? I think they they did it because he's black, not because he has crazy hair. But if all the other homeless dudes are black, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think you would look up? Like, you go to restaurants, right? Yeah. Would you want homeless people coming up and bothering you? No, I wouldn't. Who would be responsible for that? The restaurant. All right, so you're asking now a waitress to be in a position that she is not trained for and doesn't do. She's not a bouncer. She does, forget even a bouncer. She's not a policeman. She doesn't work with the homeless. The government hasn't taken care of this homeless thing, and she's doing it herself. Now, you're in a restaurant. A homeless guy's coming up and bothering you. Are you going to be mad at the waitress if she doesn't react to it? Yeah, I, well, I'm and not the waitress, the manager. Is, well, who's there? The manager, the waitress, what's the difference? The waitress should have gone outside to the patio area and asked him, if, if she's that concerned, asked him what's going on, not just shooing a black man away. We all agree that she's wrong, right? Yeah. We all agree that she made the bad call. On the other side of that, other than having her ass straightened out, what's the big difference of what happens to her? Does she really need to be fired from her waitressing job? Are we defeating racism by saying if a person makes a fucking mistake? You know, we're not saying, hey, here's the weird part of this story. The real harsh part of this is that we have homeless people. Oh, That's that's the real part that society needs to look at themselves. You expect the homeless to be shooed away from you as if you're you're better. A, we know that you're not better than W. Kamal Bell. But why do you think that you're better than homeless people? Why do you think the fact that you sit there because you have some paper in your pocket puts you above another human being who's looking around just looking for a waffle fry <laughs> that quite frankly I don't even want. 
there's the societal problem. I think sometimes we're blowing out. The fact that a rich dude or at least well-off dude got offended, you know, welcome to the fucking NFL. We all take shit. You know what I mean? I think it was Every rude. one of us has been pissed off by people before. I think it was either you had mention it was his birthday. That was That's weird. immature. You're right. a fucking grown man. Who cares about your birthday? And why are you acting like an, a a waitress can bother you or embarrass you in front of your sister's or your 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 wife's uh, friends? I'm saying it could have if the waitress was concerned that he was a homeless person and that he was dangerous, she could have gotten a manager or confronted it more discreetly than waving through a window for him to leave how do you in front know? of everybody. How do you know how often this comes up? Is this happening every two minutes? Has the manager said to her before, hey, do me a favor and show away the homeless people and stop bothering me? There's no. like 20 an hour. He said she was acting on her own. But how do we know how often this comes up? We don't know. Why is being thought of as homeless such a fucking big insult? Do you think you're better than homeless people? Or no. just luckier? Well, then why is he embarrassed in front of his wife's friends? Why does he feel like being a comedian puts you so far above homeless people? Look, I don't think he was embarrassed for th someone thinking he was homeless. I think he was embarrassed but that someone was telling him he had to leave a public restaurant. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I've been thrown out of all kinds of fucking places. <laughs> I got thrown out of one fucking place. I just pissed on the fucking door. And while I was yelling, I piss at this fucking place. Please, do me a favor and walk out here. This is my personal toilet. Would you consider <laughs> a place of work? I consider a fucking urinal. How's that make you feel about yourselves, huh? You're a bunch of piss drinkers. And then you want to know what's funny? What's that? Uh, I... Go back to the same place the day after I've done something like that. Really? Yeah. I got a couple of names for you if you want to go through them real quick right now. On the air? Sure. Uh, director of Fifty Shades of Grey? Don't even bring it up to me. All right, never mind. What else? Why is it More all... Fifty Shades of Grey things. How many? There's like three. Director and a couple of stars. I don't think I want to see any of them. Okay. I'm going to go see the movie, though, I think, because I read the books. You're going to be disappointed. Like I know I'm going to book. be the voice. I know I'm going to be disappointed. I just want to see how disappointed I'm going to be. Because in the books, this Christian Grey dude was a crack baby and a ginger. Show, show. Get out of here, you homeless man. <laughs> no. Get away from me. You're babbling. I, I want to talk to you about a, a fucking romance novel not meant for me. That's it. I want a public discussion about this. <laughs> All right. I'll Can't just... we do this in private? <laughs> no. He's got a hashtag, too. Hashtag so you can come, too. Oh, my God. I think this is being blown out of proportion. Yes, that was my only point. My only point is we all take shit like this. We got And this woman got fired, which, by the way, how are we all talking it out? If you're going to fire the person, the second she makes it. 
thing. And like I said, nothing about W. Kamal Bell. I think he's terrific. But he lets his hair get kind of shaggy. I know I do it myself. Chris, you do it yourself. Oh, yeah. He dresses a little baggy. I've been known to do it myself. Chris, you're known to do it yourself. Prefer it, honestly. We could look borderline homeless from time to time. <laughs> I mean, I don't shave for months at a time. Here's how I would have uh, handled it. Who the fuck are you calling homeless? And then that's the end of it. Uh, there you go. Just yell out, I'll burn this place down with everybody in it. I had to take this call because Shelby won't keep an eye on stuff. But this, uh, it's gone now. That was my man, Mike Kaka, who wants to tell us how he uh, treats, uh, thinks, uh, finds out in his place whether people are homeless or not. But you just let it run and then go, why, Shelps? Where can I put you, big man? At Hunter College, um, yeah. there's no... Um, Take your thumb off it, Shelby. Go ahead. There's no uh, like uh, locks in the doors. Or you don't need ID to get in. So homeless people would hang out in the lecture halls. And I didn't. I, I, I was fine with it. I was like, all right, guy, get, get in from the cold. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Well, we were talking about this story where Kamal Bell was accused of being homeless. And it really hurt his feelings, huh. and he felt bad. But I know you run a restaurant. What do you do when the homeless come in? Do you have to shoo them out, or what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. We do, we do shoo them out because they bother the patrons. So a lot of it can be of how uh, – I'm not too familiar with the story, but how he reacted with the people he was visiting. So the waitress would see this guy come in. And, you know, I, I used to get accused of being a bike messenger all the time because I always rode my bike in the city, and I never took it in a bad way. I looked like a bike messenger, so right. I don't know what he was dressed like. But it depends, like, if the waitress was watching him come in, go to this table, show the book, and if nobody at the table kind of made a warm greeting towards him, she may very easily think that he's bothering them. So I, I can totally understand how that could happen. So what would you have done if... There was this mishap at your restaurant that your waitress said, oh, come on, get out of here. We don't need you here. And the guy's saying, this is my wife. Would you have apologized? Would you have offered a free beverage? How do you get out of that kind of unpleasantness? Yeah, absolutely. I would I would apologize, and I would, I would try to make it like, you know, it's a joke almost. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. We, we didn't realize. Let me give you a free cupcake kind of thing. And uh, I would probably tell the same story. Like, I used to get confused as a bike messenger all the time and try to make it a little bit easier on him. But so I, you, I don't think you, you wouldn't necessarily think of this as textbook racism. No, not at all. If it looks like he's standing there bothering them. It, it has a lot to do with the relationship with his wife, maybe, of how she greeted him when he walked in. And how he greeted her when they walked in. You know? When you see somebody that you like, you usually have a big smile. So I don't know what the waitress, if she saw that part, but usually if somebody walks in and we're not sure uh, if they're homeless or not, because sometimes people don't dress as nicely. Maybe they're in sweatpants and, you know, a hat and gloves and hoodie, that kind of thing. And you might watch them and think, hmm, I'm not sure yet. They haven't come to the counter. They went right to a table kind of thing. So uh, I could easily see that happening. To me, in the winter in the city, everybody kind of looks homeless. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. I mean, we Absolutely. we dress 
for warmth over look, over style. I remember you were telling me one time that you had a situation once with a delivery guy that became like borderline um, homophobic or something. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. I'm not quite sure. Uh, But I've had a lot of incidences with people that come in and we think they're deliveries or they're not delivery guys and and that kind of thing. Um, It does happen a bit because you're in a hurry, especially if the the restaurant is busy and you want to get people in and out of the shop and you may snap to a judgment kind of quick. Maybe he's got a cell phone and he's looking at something like he's got the address where he's going to pick up. You know, it can happen. It's an honest mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. That's the point of this. If we're really trying to make society better, the first thing that we've got to realize is that we all make mistakes. Yeah. We all jump to conclusions, and we don't have to get fired over that, or we don't have to be forced to fire people over that. No, I I think that's wrong. Everybody slips and says something stupid sometimes. It's just part of life. What makes me more upset is when the person accusing you of this horrible deed that you've just done doesn't consider that the fact that they have done something in the past, maybe, right. that they didn't mean to do, and they slipped and said something or acted in a way, you know? Uh, it's just ridiculous how people forget that everybody makes a mistake, and it's human. And massive being human is that we make these dumb mistakes sometimes. It's true. Uh, I know Mike Huckabee got in trouble the other day because they said they brought up gay stuff with help. And he goes, look, I don't drink, but I have friends that drink a lot. I don't swear, but I have friends that swear a lot. And they're like, he is saying that uh, drinking is the same as being gay or swearing is the same as being gay. And I'm like, no, he's an old white dude who was raised in a different time. He hasn't completely caught up yet. Right. You know? Exactly. It's amazing how different words and different errors take on you know, a different meaning now. Uh, if you went back a few years ago, you could say Oriental. You know, he's Oriental right. or she's Oriental, and nobody thought about it. But now it's taboo to say it. But maybe if you've got a guy who's in his 80s, that's the word he knew. And he's not saying it in a bad way. That's just the word he knew. He doesn't know that that's in politically incorrect right now. Or you ever do this? You're like, oh, so you're Japanese, and people get mad. They're like, I'm Chinese. I'm like, hey. You can fucking imagine. Like if you said to me, if someone said to me, oh, you're Canadian, I'd be like, I know I might look Canadian, but I'm actually from the United States. I'm not going to be pissed off about it. No, I, I get confused for Italian and Jewish all the time. It doesn't matter to me. I, I know who I am, and, and that's fine. Well, even when people think that you're Greek, you're not even 100%. You're not Greek either, right? Right. I'm from Cyprus, Cypriot. Yeah, so, I mean, who's going to know? What am right. I supposed to do, a DNA test on everybody? Everyone you come into contact yeah. with. Chris Stanley is black Irish. That's right. Fezzi yeah. is Scotch. You know, Shelby is God knows what. I was going to say spider monkey, <laughs> the way he's moving around up in his trees. So, th- calling something an oriental rug is racist? Like, no. Uh, I no, guess the so. rug I guess can be thing. oriental, the person can't. All right, got it. Uh, yeah. But so I don't understand some orient. people, like I said, they get mad that if you say Asian. Yeah, I, the problem is the word's going to change in a few years, and for whatever right. you know, whether it's Asian or however you want to describe somebody, some word is going to change, and you're going to be in trouble for saying it because you weren't. When, when I was in elementary school, I'm going to date myself here, but they would say Afro-American, yep. not African-American, 
And then that was supposed to be the nice thing that you're supposed to say, Afro-American, and they were calling like certain kind of jazz music nut. And then they decided, that's really disgusting what you said. It's African-American. And I'm like, you, you're the one who taught us how to say it. You too say you're it. The peers, <laughs> you're the people who said this is better than saying colored or black or whatever. Yeah. So yet, you think you do, you think you've got progress, but you move into the next thing. No, for whatever reason, words change with time, and be, what was acceptable is now not acceptable. And if you don't keep up, you're a horrible person for it. Right. So. I don't think any gay person would get mad anymore about being called a fairy, but that was a big thing to say, like back with Unc Archie Bunker. And yeah. now it doesn't even come up at all. I don't think you can make a gay person mad. I think you, they would probably laugh at you for saying something so ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think gay is the right word now. I don't yeah. think there's another word to use. Unless I'm not in the loop now. If Asian goes bad, though, I will be weirded out. Because, look, it's just that's just the name of the continent. They don't want to be called by a continent. They want to be called by their specifics. <sighs> Europeans don't mind being called. Like, if you guys... Yes, they do. Really? Call somebody who's from England European, and they're pissed off at you. And, like, if you ask people from Spain, they're going, I got nothing in common with anybody from Yugoslavia. Yeah. I'm not European. Wow, see this? I'm learning today. I mean, those cats live right next door to each other. It's like you not speaking the same language as people from Connecticut or Jersey. It's nuts. It's really weird. <laughs> they're just states. They're fucking yeah. smaller than states. Forget, yeah, forget fixing the money. Fix your language first. <laughs> just get it down. All right, Mike. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have Peace a out. Bye. Bye, Mike. Fez, you were all into it before. Why didn't you lay him out? That was your time to bring the super kick. Oh, um... You're the one who acts like this was an offensive thing, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you let the guy who says, who owns the place and bitches like, why wouldn't you straighten him out? Because he was saying he would apologize. Well, everybody apologized to Kamal, but this woman got fired. How long has the apology got to go to now? Well, there's going to be a discussion. Yeah, I don't want to discuss. I just said sorry. No, this is this is. See, that's the right. restaurant owner doing all of that. He's the one who fired the girl, and he's the yeah, one because he does. He wants to put the fire out when he, before it gets to him. He's and all that, the bad yelps that got sent in. Yeah, and that is what when that happens, bullying. Correct. Yes. All right. I'm glad we're all on different sides here, and we can all come together. Chris, I want you to tell Fez. Uh. That you love him. What? Fez, I love you. Ah, two gays. No, I'm straight. Wow, I'm straight. I'm straight. How long has this crush been going on? Sorry about that, Fez. That was a little weird. I'm straight. I was. Really? Because that didn't sound straight. Sound like you wanted to bum Fez. <laughs> I do not want to make love to Fez or bang him either. Uh, or I also want to point this out to everybody. Shelby likes curly fries. What a weirdo. I'm all about those. I'm all about that. A base and B. I've got five guys. Fucking French fries. I'm all about that ace. About that ace. About that ace. Why hasn't someone done that yet? All about that ace and the ace hole. All about that ace. <laughs> Who's gonna show up to this discussion about race at a random cafe in fucking California? Get back to random again. <laughs> I'm not going to some fucking basic cafe. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to say this, but this W. Crabbell is coming off like a basic bitch right now. Go to this place.
<laughs> what are you going to do? You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, nothing. We can't do anything. This is between... Where, where in uh, California was this? Uh, Berkeley. Berkeley. It's always Berkeley. That place is supposed to be the most liberal place in the world. Doesn't sound like it. it sounds like it's a hotbed. Every time you turn around, you fucking piss somebody off. It's a hotbed for racial fucking problems. Well, there's an Albany, California. That just fucked me up. Yeah, there's Albany everywhere. But unlike you, it ain't the fucking capital. No. They're like, we got better things to capitalize in this shit. In Sacktown. You love Sacramento, huh? Yeah. Fresno's right outside it, you know? Sure. That's my shit. Hasn't been in a while, though. No, no, it's it's dry. Fresno's dry. At least to me. Maybe the Pacific Northwest can open up for me. If anybody knows anything out there. Mm. I got a break here. Yeah. Right back, Renifest. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM, Comedy Hits, Channel 99. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Comedy Hits, Channel 99. Discipline helmet, and as of right now, it's Nick Offerman. And are they mad at him over a Super Bowl commercial, Chris? Over the Super Bowl commercial, yeah. He's catching it from people who um, have a problem with gluten, who have a celiac disease, and now there's a. <laughs> they want the, his line from the actual commercial taken out, and they. What, what did he say? Because I don't remember exactly. It was for it was for NASCAR, and the exact the exact uh, the exact thing he said was. With when I are, when our idea of danger is eating gluten, there's trouble afoot in his big NASCAR commercial. So that annoyed everyone who has a problem with gluten. And now there's a uh, eighteen thousand signatures on a petition to have that line removed from the commercial. How many? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand people who are mad. Because they feel like the gluten sufferers aren't being treated nice enough? Yeah, that they're being mocked out for in that being less than a man. Now, is that a bread thing? You can't eat bread? I believe gluten is in breads and, like, beer. And it's in, like, a lot of tasty foods. And what do you get? The shits? Yeah. And you get, like, really sick, so you can't have gluten. So now there's, like, a whole bunch of gluten-free products. It's, like, the big thing. Like, something's gluten-free. Dear NASCAR, I get the shits because of this. And you're joking? Yeah. It was started at a website called glutendude.com. All right, glutendudes get... 
You know what I mean? Like, if I had gluten, dude, I'd be like, here's something finally we can leap into. He uh, talks all about the naked truth about living gluten-free. I know a lot of people who live gluten-free. I remember when it was called the South Beach Diet. Yeah, it be, gluten-free be, was just for people who got sick from being gluten. Now it's dieting. It's Well, no, it was dieting before. It started as South Beach Diet. Oh, I didn't know. Long before you heard anybody talk about gluten. Then they were saying, if you go on this, because guys are like, you know, I'm losing weight and I'm eating bacon and steak. Life is good. And then they started saying, no. You need to have that because apparently the second that you would eat a cracker, you would gain weight back. So, <laughs> and then they said it gave you heart attacks and all. So people got off to South Beach, but now they call it gluten free and they made it more like medical than just dieting and is like a positive now. But I think you just eat bacon and steak. Yeah. And then you just, you just enjoy those things. Harold, you're on the run of Fest show. Hello, Ron. I've been trying to get through to you from the beginning of the show. So what I was going to ask really relates to when you all were talking about movies. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I know Chris made a comment kind of offhand about the, the remake of King Kong, and he said it was trash, piece of garbage. And I was just thinking maybe he was referring to the one that was done back in the 70s. No, I asked him. I asked him if it was the 70s one, which is also garbage. But you said, no, it was the third one, which is garbage. 2005, Peter Jackson's. Yeah, yeah, and the third. Now, see, my thinking was the third one was done by um, uh, the guy that did the Lord of the Rings and all of that. Yeah, Pete Jackson. I I, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. That was awful. It was really bad. No, it's awful. Oh, you think so? Yeah, the first oh, okay. one that was well, made back in the 40s, whatever, is pretty genius. But it really is long. genius, yeah. Yeah. All right, my yeah. friend. Thanks, Harold. But I just thought... We got him. Okay. We got Chris. <laughs> we got that best. No got me. And I brought He's up Peter got, Jackson. He was gluten-loving motherfucker got it Give from me a us. big pile of gluten. I'll fucking inject it into my head. Now, is glutes... <laughs> Tied in with glutens, like your ass cheeks. I, it seems so. It's the same. It's the same word, glutamus. Uh, glutamus maximus. Yeah. Uh, Matthew in Georgia. Yeah, you're talking about the gluten. So, uh, uh, I've got a, a a good friend that's uh, he he won't eat anything with gluten. He he shops uh, you know Whole Foods all the time. Very careful about it up till about five o'clock at night, and he drinks craft beer for about five o'clock to midnight every night. And uh, I wake up the next morning and refuse to eat any kind of gluten. Thought it's a little bit interesting. To, well, the, uh, yeah, I know people that. that are gluten free and they drink wine instead of beer. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there's grains in beer. That's that's the you can't have any grain. God forbid. You're like being in here with a scientist, Chris. I uh, thank you because I went to school for this. Uh, where's my boy Anthony? Anthony's coming right in. Ant dog, Anthony. Uh, by the way, a couple of things that people are blowing up for uh, on the AI Bank today is Kim Kardashian shows her big ass again. Chris Stanley loved it. Love it. I think she's gotten a little too carried away with it. I think that <laughs> it just. I don't know what she's trying to do there. I'm the exact opposite. I think this is where she should be going. <laughs> I really do. I don't know whether you're joking. I'm not. I really am not. And then that um, that piece that we had uh, up about 
Randy Quaid's epic takedown of Rupert Murdoch. But then there's another video I want to get to. But, Anthony, I just wanted to bring this up to you. Uh, you are in college now, right? No, I graduate. You're, you graduated. Uh, but the Ed Byrne on Mass today, this was your first, right? Yes. And he laid every, he laid your whole life out. Pretty much. Yeah. In one sitting. In one sitting, you got all you need now for the rest of your life. The blueprint. It's there for you. Uh, Independent Ed is the name of this. He's done our show quite a few times. I always love him. And he was just going to come back in. I go, let's do one as an unmask. Because he does make rom-coms. But as one of the long uh, questions went on today, that <laughs> there are different kind of rom-coms. There are rom-coms that guys could enjoy. Um, but I'm glad that you got to see that. Amazing, too, by the way. Chris wasn't paying attention at all. Yeah, I no, I was. <laughs> you went to Hunter College, right? That's right. I am a alumni of Hunter College. Well, by the time Ed Byrne was your age, he had done four fucking movies and then starred in Saving Private Ryan. I. You look like shit next to him. I really do. Every time I'd be looking at Ed Burns and still, isn't it? You know, you know that you're attractive when other men can tell. That you're attractive. I was staring at his face, just... A guy came up to me after, and he goes like this. Uh, I really enjoyed the interview, and I'm like, thanks. He goes like this. What kind of shoes was he wearing? And I go, what? He goes, his shoes, they were gorgeous. I go, well, he's got a lot of style. Uh, but these boots that I'm wearing right now are called steel tips. <laughs> you and like that shit? anybody fucks with me, I'll kick them till they're dead. Um... That's what you do. Uh, Scott, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know it's been mentioned before, but I just, I'm so irritated listening to this and not hearing him. Can you please, please just let, just give it to him. I don't care what he says. 20 minutes, he got, has to have the stick. You guys don't say nothing. It'll be fantastic radio. Fezzy, is there a reason you don't take the stick? I don't know what to say. What do you mean you don't know what to say? You're Fez fucking Watley. You know what I mean? You're the king of swing. I just don't have anything. Nothing you want to talk about? No. Anthony's here and he's at the, the... This is the dawn of his life. This is when it's all blooming. He is excited. He's just a seed. <laughs> we were talking with Ed Burns today. This is going to run on Friday. He's as excited now, 20 years into this, as he was 20 years ago. You don't have that excitement anymore, Fez? Uh, I guess the nervousness is bigger than the excitement. Look how nervous he was in front of Tom Hanks. <laughs> he made a fucking ass out of himself. He shit the bed on Saving Private Ryan. But he walked through it. Uh, Chris, do you remember which one of the people was the French person that asked the question? Oh, uh, yes. Had, the, yeah, make sure you get, if I get an email on that, I want to send them the, uh, some of the interviews they asked about. Got it. you had a hundred college people come in. This is what got to me. They loved seeing Ed Burns. Didn't care about you. Not one fucking person. You know what? Hey, hey, you people. You got in there because of me. All right? I'm Chris Stanley. I have an in at that school. Why I got didn't you them. say anything, though? You were so quiet in front of that audience. <laughs> I was working the camera. I was concentrating. 
Uh, Matt in Cleveland, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, Ronnie, nobody mentioned tater tots during the French fry discussion, and I think that's... Uh, well, that's because we're adults. If we had a five-year-old in here, tater tots would come up. Tater tots blow. But I don't think an adult can eat a tater tot. They suck. And sometimes like restaurants will make like special like uh, tater tots instead of fries, and I've tried them, and it's like, this is still just a shitty tater tot. You know, if you have the chance to make a fry, just make a fry. Tater that's tots it. are garbage. No matter what else is coming up. I'd be... High as hell in high school cafeteria. I still wouldn't want my wouldn't want tater tots. So that's why you are where you are. You were high as hell. Sometimes, you know, high school gets weird. I've got something to show you guys. Okay. I don't even know if I want to do this because when I saw it, it strange me out, and I felt like. Um. I felt like I couldn't live. With the, you know what? I mean, I saw something so strange that I felt like I couldn't live. What other intern we got into? V. V's oh, also I didn't know V was here today. Yeah. I'd send V in at the same time. V, come into the studio, please. V to the studio, please. V to the studio. <laughs> v for Vendetta. Come in here. I saw something that made me want to kill myself. Made me want to stop being a human being. <laughs> Made me think that maybe this country is overrun by aliens. Okay. I'm going to ask you up on the iBang to go to the forehead piece with um, okay. River Phoenix. No, River Joaquin. Fe Joaquin. River Phoenix's brother, Joaquin. <laughs> now, just hit play. Now, I want you guys to practice on the forehead. Turn up the volume so we're people. Okay. There we go. Watch that forehead. And you will see a face develop on the forehead. Oh, oh my God! Is that Holy shit. That's crazy. There's a mouth. There's a nose. Looks like the Mona Lisa. It's a personalized forehead. Oh, my God. Don't. I'm pretty sure that's the Mona Lisa. That's one of the creepiest things I think I've ever seen. Great, but it's super creepy. Now I saw that, and it's like winking now. It's winking at us, but it's winking from the bottom. Yeah, your eyebrows grew under your eyes. But it's like a troll that lives under a bridge. Now they discovered this. Do you? Can you tell what movie that is? I think that's that's that her movie, isn't it? Yeah, she, her, she, her. It's that's her, her, that's her because the mustache. I'm going to guess because of the pillow. <laughs> no, I don't think the pillow has anything to do with it. I think the upside down... Oh, my God. Oh, there's a mouth. There's oh. a nose. His face has a face. This is And it's crazy. creepy. And like a weird chin beard also. Where yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's like a Harry Knowles uh, chin beard. <laughs> this is too freaky, man. Do we going to do anything after the show today? No, we do not. Because I'm oddly starving. I could send an intern for food. I don't like to send the interns out for food. Today was a magical day for them. They got to see their whole life laid out for Ed Bird. V, you didn't like it as much as Anthony did? No, I enjoyed you it, You thought actually. it was dog shit? No, <laughs> I didn't think it was v. dog shit. I actually enjoyed it because... Um, a 
couple of days ago, I actually caught a movie with him in it, which was Alex Cross when he was with, with oh. Tyler Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that was... do it for money. I know. And, you know, I I mean, I, I was... I, like, when I, when I wasn't going to bring that up to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a big movie star. He's a big director. You guys got to meet him. Uh, he really didn't say much, but he just, like, waved. And I was like, yay, I got waved at. <laughs> you can tell he's personable. Yeah, he's nice. He is personable. Well, here's the thing. It's all laid out for him. You could either live your life now. You could go, do I want to be on the Ed Burns path? Do I want to be on the Chris Stanley oh, path? Why am I? Do I want a path to success where I marry a beautiful uh, model and I live in Tribeca and I make films and TV shows and everything's great? Or do you want to be a drunk drug addict going nowhere fast <laughs> on a one-way trip to Palookaville? Why, why am I the other, other fork in the road? Why? I mean, yeah, we went to the same uh, college. We're both alumni. Yes, except for you're the one that lives in a box. <laughs> it's right. Look, Ed Burns knows he's, he'd be in a fucking rent stabilized apartment, too, if you could get one. No, I'm talking about the box that you sleep in when you can't make it home. Oh, As you say, camping. I, I call myself an urban explorer. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with that? She. She told me that she loves me. What's going on over there, Fuzzy? Just nervous. You look like you saw a goat. That so would really freak me out. Instead of a ghost? <laughs> Either one would scare me. Fez did something. You, uh, when we did the Unmasked today, Fez tried to set a record for having uh, a person ask the longest possible question <laughs> that he ever could. And then when Fez went back to him with the microphone, I thought I was going to end up killing myself. This is why I don't carry a gun, because I would have taken a gun and shot myself in the eye. Jesus. What I would have tried to do is shot myself in the head, but been close enough so I shot that person, too. The guy was reading the question. Dear Mr. Burns, do you remember when you made a film? A film that was called Brother McMullen. That was 20 years ago. You're still making films. What I wanted to ask you, what I need to ask you more than anything else in the world is a question that I've written down here on my 1999 Crackberry. I was like, please, Fez, slap that fucking phone out of his hand. Stamp on it so he can't ask anymore. He didn't look up once, too. He just read it right off the, right off the iPhone. Neither one of them did, because I was giving the... Pull the mic away. I was dying when yeah. it was happening. I, was, I turned to Anthony, and Anthony turned to me, and we looked at each other, and we were like, oh, my God, why him? But why did you, did you act up? Like, do you two are a couple now, the way that you're looking at each other? Hey, no, she's married. No, I'm she's married. Ma she's spoken I'm for. I'm married. I'm, I'm How long have you been married? I've been married for six years now. And but I married my high school sweetheart, so we've been with each other since we were, like, 15. So both of you guys are bored, and you're looking for outside affairs. I <laughs> see. I like understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would ever drive you to have an affair? Um, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay, so there is one person out there. Definitely. That's why in Foot Fist Way, he came home and his he had bought this uh, guy to come in and do a school. The guy like made like straight to video karate movies, and his wife is riding her on on the couch. He goes, "But honey, he's a movie star," and that's the thing. Why Justin Timberlake? Uh, because I've been a diehard fan of his since he was in NSYNC. Before, I mean, so you were into him before he brought Sexy back? Yes, I was into him since the Mickey Mouse Club. When before I he wore his suit and tie. Kid. 
Really? You were a Mickey Mouse Club girl? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an 80s baby, so I grew up during that era. Chris, did you watch the Mickey Mouse show ha- with all of them? Didn't have that channel. That was like pay cable. So you never even saw Nickelodeon? No. I didn't see shit when I was you, a kid. Did you at least see Ed, Ed and Eddie? No. Hell no. <laughs> I have no idea. Like you what, missed everything. I don't even know what that is, is what you're talking about. Why would there be a show with three people the same name? Why didn't you? Well, and you actually still call them... Pay channels. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my, I called my mom the other day, right? She answers the phone on the first ring. And I go, wow, that was fast. She goes like this. Well, I have a hand phone now. I got one for Christmas. All this time, they've just been still using the, the plugged in phone, right? We, yeah, your father and I have hand phones. And I'm like, wow, all right, things are moving up. By the way, it's not called a hand phone. That's just a name that you made up. <laughs> They're all hand phones, really. <laughs> all right, hey, let's now start running down everybody's mom okay, here. All right, all right. So, all right. The woman's a saint. Sometimes I don't like you when you get like that, Chris. Just saying. I liked you earlier when we talked about crabs and vaping. <laughs> that show will get made. All right, Fez, you want to do a 2020 twin? You ready to take that stick? No. Why not? No, I wouldn't be able to do. A five? Mm-mm. Two? No. A 30? I doubt I'd make it. What's going on, man? What's happening in Fez's head? Who got you down today? Was the booking too much? No. No. Lappy? Um, that was frustrating. That All was... those have been given back. You give them back to Chris. Mm-hmm. What do you need? What's it need to take Fez next level? At Burns level. What are we going to do to have you make your own films? I guess I got to enroll in at Hunter. Come on, seriously. I want you to be a serious guy. What's the Fez legacy? What would you tell these kids right here? One, married to somebody that she doesn't love. Dreaming about Justin Timberlake. Who's Justin Timberlake's wife? Jessica Biel. They're Oof. pregnant. They're having a baby. Only one of them is pregnant. I yeah, well, yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> so you know all about them. You like pay attention to all the oh, gossip and shit. L- yeah. And I don't know if I've ever had anybody like that. Did before. you like that shitty movie he was in? In time? No, that was. I don't like him as an actor. You don't like that movie? He's only a good it's singer. Terrible. He was looking at that fucking digital clock on his wrist. I know it was awful though. You don't like him as an actor at all? No. I think he was an alpha dog. I didn't watch that movie because I thought it was horrible. Like I, I don't, I, I saw. Why don't you watch movie. it first before you decide it's horrible? Because I, I just can't look at him and see him as an actor. I just when I see his lips move, he's supposed to be singing, cooing okay. to me. <laughs> I say you need him to coo more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Timberlake is one of the special musical guests for SNL 40. Here's what they got: McCartney, Kanye, Paul Simon, Timberlake, and Taylor Swift, y'all. Mm-hmm. She's changed her name to Taylor Swift, y'all. What do you? What's your problem with this? Because like, you, uh, why, you know, why is she in it? She's the biggest star in America right now. I know, but you name she McCartney. She's the biggest. She's the McCartney of your generation. Okay, she is the voice of your generation. It's almost cult-like how right? people love Taylor Swift. I don't know any of her songs. Um, she had, some people run her down, but I know haters got to hate. <laughs> but she's got a what she got to do straight 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 you wait shake 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 shake, shake, shake. shake. There it is. No. she shakes shake shakes yeah my daughter likes her 
<laughs> Wait, your daughter? She yeah, I have, a daughter? Se- I have a seven and a six year old. Okay, you've been married for five years and you got a seven year old. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing math no. here. <laughs> I'm coming up. All right, here's what I got negative two. Yeah. That's what I came up with. <laughs> I twisted his arm to marry me, basically. Did you really? Yeah, basically, I did. I was like, uh, I'm pregnant again. <laughs> oh, my God. So you didn't. You got to get married to me again. First time you didn't. The first time you did it. We weren't going to get married at first. You were like, we could be that couple that, you know, you know we don't need to get married. Right. And then I was like, no, 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 no. We have another Hold one. Hold on. We got something for you and all the interns. It's called condoms. <laughs> and I want you to use this to slow things down a little bit. Oh, no. I, I stopped. You should have brought this up to Ed Burns. Um, I had to get pregnant twice before he would marry me. Is that normal or seems a little weird? I didn't even get a proposal either. It was just like, you know... I think, I think maybe we should get married. And I was like, oh, I'm taking you up on that offer like now because you might change your mind. Well, well, how'd you come up with the idea to get married? Social worker tell you? No. You told <laughs> you no. get married. We're not going to keep paying for this. Not going to keep paying for this. No, no. He he makes a good living, actually. What's he do? He's a plumber, local oh, one. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, to me, you get that craft, and it makes... You never see a, a, a plumber going like this. I'm so nervous. I don't want to go in there today. I'm worried about joints. <laughs> it's also great if something happens at your fucking house, you got a no. plumber there. Mm-mm. He won't fix he stuff won't at the house. He won't fix crap in my house. Uh, there was an issue with the boiler where we weren't having any hot water, and... Yeah. Um, he knew what the problem was. He just didn't want to see. Do here's it. the thing. This would be like Chris Stanley's uh, girlfriend saying, "I don't understand. He won't drink at home. Um, yeah, I he's willing to do it. Everybody. What else do you do? I'm a radio producer. Really? Yes. <laughs> and how come you got t- taken off the Load Boy project? Because <laughs> to give responsibility to Shelby. That's right, why. Now we got to do. We've never done this video of the day, but here's our choices. Okay. Randy Quaid's no. Let's just pick like today. Randy Quaid's epic takedown of uh, Rupert Murdoch, which is just nuts. It's actually sad, you know. You know, he's slamming her from behind, and she has a Rupert Murdoch face on. I'm like, damn, I feel bad because he's a great actor. Uh, Then of course you got Papa John's congratulating the Seahawks. Love that one. (laughs) And then finally, uh, you got. A man with a face that has a face. And that that made me uncomfortable. And made me... See, I think this. I think Fez sees the whole world that way. I think, like, one of the things that has him so freaked is, like, he's talking to us, and then, you know, he looks over at Hicks, and he sees a baseball game taking place on (laughs) Hicks' cheek. Well, it's definitely her because he has the uh, earpiece in. Whatever. But which one do you pick as the must say? Phoenix face. Fucking horrifying. All right, Phoenix face or Kardashian ass? Oh. I have not to go Kardashian ass. Andy, were you a fan of that? or you think I, didn't, I, I saw a little bit of it, but that's I think absolutely she's insane. Far. I think so, too. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of hers anyhow, but... Uh, well, there's nothing to be a fan of here. Yeah, I mean, this has nothing to do with her talent. I'm a fan of this. I mean, But you like her big ass? I just don't... The, the way that she's just leaned over and pulling her dress up and it not having any kind of... I don't understand the purpose of it. Like, here's my ass. Yeah. There's not. There's no other reason to be Do doing what that. You will. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's there for that purpose. For someone home alone. 
Oh, that, I just thought of that little kid now. You know, ordering his cheese pizza just for himself. That's right. <laughs> you know, now he's doing this. That's true. Oh God, when that forehead face starts to show up. The Joaquin Phoenix extra face looks just like when Darth Vader takes off his mask in uh, Return of the Jedi. This is the start of a forty-five. Go. <laughs> that was all I had. Come on! <laughs> that was a great opening line. I don't remember Return of the Jedi. Is this one of those um, early sci-fi movies? Back from when you were younger? Alright, so we were sitting around talking about what was the first uh, Super Bowl that you remember. And Fez brings up a certain Super Bowl. And I'm not going to get away because I don't like to age the ladies. But I was like, what are you kidding me? The first Super Bowl that he remembers seeing, he was 14 years old for. Damn. There's nothing before that? I can't remember sitting there watching one before that. And it was weird because I'm sure my father watched the Super Bowl every year. I always thought that you were a football fan, the way you talk about football. I didn't know you were a Johnny come lately to it. But I was like fucking cracking up at that. And then the other thing I thought Fez would enjoy is that I hid his commercial book that he writes what all the commercials are and how much he likes them. So he got up to go get a snack and I... I moved it three feet, and I put it under a, something else. And then he was all acting all nervous, and everybody got mad at me. And I'm like, he can find the bulk. This is fun. This is stuff fun people do. They acted like I dropped pig's blood down on him at the prom. <laughs> so people in my family were just like fucking glaring at me at certain times of the game. And I'm like, what? And they're like, fucking took his notebook. I'm like, so what? It's in USA Today. It's everywhere. You know how much that notebook means to him. I'm like, stop it. Don't fucking ruin this for me. I'm trying to enjoy the game. They go, just don't touch the notebook anymore. Like, don't let him touch my notebook then. You had one too? No. But I'm saying, <laughs> if I went out and got one, it would mean a lot to me. And I would start rubbing my pant legs if I didn't have it. Like masturbating? Not like masturbating, oh. but like a rain man oh. or somebody who didn't get their fucking shots. They didn't get their vaccination shots. That happens. So now they're the type of people that rub their legs. Very popular these days. What's the story with the vaccination? It makes you autistic? Yeah, it's... Or you don't get autistic? No, it makes you autistic. So if you get, like, a measles fucking vaccination... But now they're saying you'll get autistic from not fucking... See, I didn't hear that. I've only heard that they give you... The other day they came out with this thing saying, get your vaccinations. I can't keep up with it all. I got all mine done. You know what I mean? I think I... I, I, I get them done, like... During the winter, like I was go, like I was spending the winter in El Salvador or Africa. I'm like, give me as many shots yeah, as I can. Possible. I still haven't gotten any shots. Your kids are how old, Fee? Six and seven. You get them all the vax? I do. I mean, I would rather that than them go through what I went through as a kid, where I had the chicken pox, and then like you're scratching for days because now they have a vaccination for that. I didn't know that the kids don't have to get chicken pox anymore. No, what? there's a vaccination. I think they get it around the world, like probably two or three. Like, at that age is when they start giving it. I'm telling you, right? That would have saved a lot of, like, scarring that I have. Yeah, I got one scar here on my arm. I guess it's still there. Yeah, because I picked it when I was little. And, uh, like, I got the chick- one chicken pock first. And I was just yeah. like, oh, what the fuck is bothering me here? You know what I mean? 
<laughs> and then later it all came in all over. I had chicken pox, measles, and mumps. Wait, no. did I not have the mumps? I don't fucking remember if I had the mumps or not. <laughs> but one of those, if you get it later in life, can make you sterile. Oh, so I'm trying to get Christ. the fucking mumps now. Yeah, it's like Christ. Christ. that bad, actually. And now it's wow. like a measles outbreak. It feels like it's Ebola all over again, but in America with measles. Bob, St. Pete. Yeah, that's why Fez is so locked up this week, Ronnie, because you hid that bug from him. He's pissed off at you. That's why he needs to lock I'm apologizing for taking me. the book. I thought it had been funny for us all. But I moved it. Wait, I took it off his fucking tray table and put it on under my tray table plate. And we were sitting next to each other on the couch. So if he would have tried at all, it would have taken him five seconds. Something happened at that party that's got him all fucked up. God damn it, Fez. I apologize. No, yeah, I had a great time at that party. It was my return to football. Were you pissed off over the thing being moved? No, I, I was I was nervous about it, but... Why were you nervous? Because it was like, I did look around and I couldn't find it, and I was like, it's probably right in front you of my face, and I... did not look around. You sat in your chair, and you went like this. I don't have my notebook. I don't have my notebook. And then, like, everyone got mad at me, and I'm like, I'm not fucking treating him like a baby. I'm treating him like a fella. I've known him for a long time. I got to know you for, like, six, seven months now. So I'm not going to fucking... Longer. Just, well, whatever. But I'm not going to treat you like a guy who panics because he doesn't have a notebook to write in. And they're like, find it. Everyone was pissed at me. Should we go buy a notebook? A new one? And I go like this. Mark my words. This end... This ends with a pick by Wilson. Little did I know, it was the pick to change the world. See, here's the thing, Chris. I play Madden. Yeah. I've made the mistake of slant from one yard <laughs> because I was trying to get my QB some extra fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've done it. You know, I um, I simulated the game also, but in NFL Blitz 2001 with Bledsoe at quarterback, and That's they still stupid. beat the shit out of the Seahawks. Well, they didn't beat the shit out of Seahawks the other day. Well, was, that was a fucking gift handed to them. 35-26 with Bledsoe at the quarterback. And you're a sports guy, right? Yes. Do you realize that in all the one-yard plays all fucking year, nobody had set, thrown a pick? I, I saw that stat. That's amazing. Why, why did For Carol all the people call come, that? Like, why would he throw a pick? No one threw a pick all fucking year. There was only two turnovers both of them were fumbles. I don't think the pass was a bad idea, but I would have fucking rolled out. Yeah, Wilson forced it. And Wilson hasn't gotten any shit from any... Well, Zero shit. Right? Cause I Not only did he force it, he fucking telegraphed it and then threw high instead of low where nobody else could have got it. You drop that thing waist down and only one person can catch it. Now, at the same time, that kid, go back and watch that play. He makes a phenomenal fucking catch. But you were right, Chris. Why isn't... Oh, and look at the fucking receiver just... Got barrel rolled. Like, yeah, what? but why is he even coming in slow? Yeah, it was a train wreck. It was just... Where's your aggression? I was upset. Oh, really? You were a Seattle guy? I, uh, I just despise the Patriots because I'm a Jet fan, so I didn't want them to win. Yeah, but if you're a Jet fan, you probably don't want anyone to win. Right. Do you I life? Mean, you know what I mean? Good one. Well, we don't, so why would anybody else? No, yeah. why would we want to, why? Especially not the Patriots. Here's the thing. Hell to be no. a Jet fan is like being a rape victim and then seeing a wedding go by. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> Which made, now I figured how ironic it was even to say that to you since it took you so long. But you did. You're you're married now. I, I got married. Hey. Yeah. You know, Justin Timberlake has been up here before, but I don't know the next time that he's coming back. But um, he just dropped in one day. Oh, man. I would like probably fall on the floor yeah see that's why we can't no, have that that's why we don't let interns near yeah. no i mean i probably wouldn't i say that because i'm such a fan but mm, it's too late you're not getting near <laughs> come come on. Come on. i'm gonna banned. put you in a no, no fly zone no <laughs> you won't even be allowed up here that day no, i won't tackle anyone down i won't cry i won't scream i'll probably pass out after he say passes. i can't have the passing out okay i lie i lie <laughs> No, who who was I sitting next to on the train one time? Um, I was sitting next to a model, and I was just like, "She was on crazy." No, I was just like, "Oh, are you this girl?" I can't remember her name. She was on America's Top Model. I think she like won. Well, Kiana. There Kiana was Twain. no reason for her to feel big then. No. <laughs> uh, here's John in Kansas. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, eight minutes left in the show. Why don't you just up and walk out and force Fez to take the stick? Do you want a Fez? No. Eight minutes of heaven. No, thank you. It'd be my way of making up over that. It'd be my way of saying, look, you were right about the notebook. I can make a movie called The Notebook with me and Fez. We're at the end of it. He runs to me and jumps in my arms, and I give him back his notebook. Then you didn't even write it again the rest of the day. Is it because it was messed up? Well, I couldn't catch up from what so I had missed. What? Like, if you went to a lecture, if you missed, like, five minutes, you wouldn't write the rest of it because people are saying this to me, too. Every time I, like, go out in the kitchen to get a drink, everybody would be like, he's not even writing in his fucking notebook now. Are you satisfied? And I go, why are you blaming this on me? You took his notebook. I go, what do you want me to do? How can I make this better? And they go like this, turn back time. I go, I <laughs> fucking can't. The toll. You even Were you even aware of that? That everybody was concerned about you not writing back in your notebook? No. Yeah. So, I just wanted to say, you're sorry. And leave it at that. It takes a big man to say that. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Look at that. See, this fucking play was like a it's once It's bothering me. It's a, look, I mean, first of all, dude, you follow sports, right? Yes. Who commits as much as he does? Who, it's like he got radioed exactly where the ball was going to go. He might have. It was a phenomenal play. I think the reason that he even went like that is because he's so young that he didn't think, hey, what's all the things that could happen if I commit too quick? Yeah. You know? He just took that chance. Because you could have rolled outside him and all by yourself. You know, you at least fake it up the fucking middle on that. Everyone does a play action from there. Do a fade. Do something. Anything but what he did. Anything but what you did. Um, George, you're on the Yo. show. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, Ron, does, is Fez talkative at your house, or is every word that comes out of his mouth sounds like he's going to cry, or... He's generally like? pretty talkative. The uh, the notebook threw him off. But then by the end of the night, and he won't bring this up, and I've goaded him into this all week so far, but he was screaming for Pete Carroll to get fired. Screaming for him to get fired. And I was laughing. And I'm like, you're going to fire the guy who got you to back-to-back. -to -back. 
These people don't realize how tough it is to have a coach with a system. He built this fucking... He, he picked all these, these guys, these he stars. He built this city with rock, on rock and roll. It's really tough to go to a Super Bowl. It's real. He hung in the entire day with Brady. You got to be Eli Manning to pull that off. Oh. That beautiful bastard. I guess. <laughs> Just because you. Dude, don't bring up bastards oh. in front of her. <laughs> Sorry. I, have, I apologize. Uh, if you want me to go to HR with you, I, do, I gladly will. <laughs> <No>. Don't. Please. <laughs> I'm good. Matter of fact, everybody that would like to go to HR against Chris, please line up here against this back wall, and I'll take you as a group. <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry, or whatever has to be said. Just don't go. You're sorry. There. I said it. Um, Mike, Cleveland Rocks, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Tuned in when you guys are talking about the vaccinations and autism. I have a son that's autistic, and I don't believe anything having to do with the uh, the vaccinations caused him to how he, to be how he is. And the politicians that don't know what they're talking about, they just shut up. It was based on claims from a doctor in England about 15 years ago. I looked into the claims. They've been disproven overwhelmingly by people that actually have knowledge in the medical department that they were false tests and that they were, it was just erroneous. So it, get your kids vaccinated. I just had my grandson vaccinated today, and I'm not concerned about it in the least. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling, right. bro. Peace. Peace out. We're fighting autism one vaccine at a time, I think. That was never... What do you keep clicking around for over there, Chris? What are you looking for? I mean, I just... Uh, I feel like I'm with a hacker. It's how much you're on that computer during the show. Is there something you just were bringing it. in for the show? I was pushing it away. Or are you trying to break into a bank? What are you fucking doing? Uh, it's, it's a nervous habit. Jesus. But I don't feel nervous, so I don't know why it would be that. <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying to do a show here. Come on, baby, let me in. <laughs> let me in. I'm like, is he doing a hacking movie? I just by doing that, I stopped this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was fucking around, but now I'm not getting any more of these things that I want. Look, here's the other thing about Pete Carroll. He didn't even know this horrible thing happened. He did not even let on. Do you see his face? He composed. He was very he, unlike Sherman. Carroll was very composed. And even after the fact, like he's done a million things. Going, no, I understand. Look, um, I'd have done that call again. Most of the time, we're going to get this through. But the kid made a big league play. That's why the champions give him all the credit in the world. Uh, and he goes like this: Look, I'm banging a girl one third of my age. You think I'm going to be upset? My entire house is a hot tub. That's how well I'm doing. <laughs> I have nothing to feel bad about. I met a girl on eHarmony, and now I'm going to fucking <laughs> sit and worry about losing the Super Bowl? I'm on Tinder right now. That's what I'm fucking giving this shit about. You bring up Tinder every show. All of it. It's a very popular app. It's very popular. Is app short for appetizer? Application. It's short for application. Because I know a lot of people say free apps. Sweet yeah. apps. Sweet apps, too. What the fuck is the other thing people keep saying now? 
is, oh, hot take. Have you noticed that that's everywhere? It's about sports talk. Mm. Given a hot take, given a everywhere I see it, I'm going. What the fuck is the constant hot takes? I'm seeing people just using it ironically now. Like, get this hot take, and then it'll be all in caps, and then it'll right. be just something stupid. Fez, give us your hot take. I'm what? Planet Earth. Um, forty five minutes. Put it all in. I can't think of a hot take. I think that if he did the 45 minutes, just talking about the planet Earth, the seven continents, the oceans, the mountain ranges, the valleys, the deserts, the rainforest, I think at the end of that 45, he would feel fantastic. And he'd be like, I can talk about anything, anytime. I think it's like uh, when I was a kid, my dad chained up my hands Put a ball gag in my mouth. What? Put me in a sack and threw me in the river. Okay. Why? Why did he? Well, here's the thing. He fucking reaches down. Like, I was, must have felt like I was in there. It probably was like two minutes, but it felt like two hours. Because you're drowning. And the water's entering, you know. Yeah. And he pulls me out. And I go, why did you do that? And he goes like this. He goes, my hand to God. I thought you were a puppy. And I'm like... <laughs> I feel so great right now. I go, you have taught me something. I'll never forget. You know what I mean? My life is always going to be better than this. And it is. I'll, I'll be hearing the worst news, and I'm like, at least I'm not chained together. Ball gag in my mouth, stuck in a sack, and thrown in a river. And I get through it. Um, Nate, New Haven, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's up? Yeah. I uh, I got my kids vaccinated, both my kids, um, and my son ended up with uh, Asperger's disorder, which is a high-functioning form of autism. And uh, I have a friend of mine who didn't vaccinate her kids. She's a real hippie. And uh, her daughter ended up with the same thing. That's so, weird, right? It's a friggin' crapshoot. You know, and I mean, I'd rather have my son, he's 12 years old, he's friggin' brilliant, and uh, he's weird, but at least he's not dead from measles or some other stupid disease that, you know, I mean, they eradicated this disease how many years ago from this country, and now because they don't want to vaccinate, people don't want to vaccinate, now we're starting to see this comeback because everybody's afraid of autism. Hey, you said your Asperger's kid is brilliant? He's friggin' brilliant. He has an IQ of 128. Hmm. That's weird. Mine's only 129, and I'm an adult. <laughs> you know? But the thing is, I don't even... I I did that, and I shouldn't even brag about it because I cheated on it. Oh. Did you? Yeah. And I remember my first... Cheat on every football. test. I was eight years old. The 1980 Eagles versus the Raiders. Ron Jaworski was quarterbacking. Oh. Worst day of my life, dude. <laughs> Worst day of my life. All right, talk to you later, my man. Thanks, guys. Peace. John, New Hyde Park, you're on the Ronnie Fez Show. Hey, Ronnie, one thing about Fezzy that's a credit to you or a benefit to you is that he would never, Fezzy would never fold under questioning because he can't remember a goddamn thing. So I think that's a credit for you who's a little shady and... You know, lives life on the edge. You know, 
I do believe in Fez's loyalty. Would you ever say a bad word to me, to the bosses, Fez? About me to the bosses? Never. Chris Stanley? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> that that alone. Shelby? Yes. Okay. See, it gradually goes away. Along. Uh, Sherry in Philadelphia, yeah. let me just say this. Oh, Sherry, your call is on now. Nobody, everyone's just fucking sitting here like that's a normal thing to do. What is it, Sherry? Oh, no, I was just curious. I, I've been in the medical field for a long time. I've worked with so many patients. It, it, was that a true story? That the, be- the beauty yeah. of that story is the point is true, if nothing else. You know what I mean? What you yeah. take, I mean, do you want to sit around, read the Bible and go, oh, is that true? Was that, was there really all those animals on the boat? You will ruin the Bible. I, I mean, it's pretty intense, but you're right. The point of it is... The I point of it. it is true. None of us are just sitting here with our bound, with our feet and our hands, ball gag in our mouth and put into a sack, right? Right. No, so I get it. I get it because I'm all about, you know, just... Living in the moment and just. I'm all about that base. About that base. You know, Sherry? About that base. About that base. So that's what we're saying. (laughs) Don't question things. I'm in a movie and I I saw Jaws and I just, I'll yell out, did he really eat that kid? And I was like, shh, you just gotta let these things flow. You know what I mean? You don't wanna (laughs) question the Bible. Got it. Thank you. David, Connecticut. Hey, what's up? Uh, I don't know if you remember last week I called twice and I always got disconnected, but finally I got in. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking to you about people, about the guy who got disconnected. Yeah, but, uh, I just, him yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You guys make my ride you know, to my work very more enjoyable. And Good. I'm also a recovering addict, and it makes you know, you guys help me out. Little that you know. You know. That's, what we're suppo- that's what we like to do here. It's just one show at a time is what I say, brother. One show yeah. at a time. You know, I'm struggling a little bit because I work nights. But, you know, I do listen to you guys and you do help me out. Thank you. Let me tell you something about the nightlife. The nightlife ain't the good life, but it's my life. That's what I like to say. (laughs) I just miss my meetings all the time because I work nights. You don't have any early morning meetings you can go to? Yeah, there are. I'm just not. I'm just struggling with a a breakup. Yeah, we all are, dude. You know what I mean? This whole thing's a struggle. Yeah. Enjoy the struggle is what I like to say. You don't want to be the next Johnny Football. Even he's dealing Uh, with it. (laughs) All right? All right. Thank you. All right. Peace out, dude. Uh, Steve. Hey, Ron. I just wanted to remind you, the worst day of your life wasn't in 80. I thought it was in 93. Touch them all, Joe. It's a fucking terrible thing to say to somebody. Let me tell you something. That was worse than the worst day of my life. That's how... Oh. You know what? I changed my mind. There is no 1993. It never happened. I went to one of those places and had my brain sucked out. The 93 part of my brain. Okay. Fez, do you believe you can do the next 45? No. I'm going to go out and get a sandwich. I'm going to come back here. And I'm going to meet a whole new Fez. A Fez that's running for 45. You can either do 45 or wrap it up right now. What do you want to do? Let's wrap it up. Take a moment. Think about it. Do you want to go for it? No. 
I, I don't feel like that was even a moment. I felt like that was much faster than a moment. That was neat. Take some time. You know what? Take a piece of paper. Column. Pros. Cons. 45s. Will we wrap it up now? Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Oh, man. That was close, though. I was thought we were going in the direction. I know this. If I ever see him pause that much, I know he wants to do it. Am I right about that? I, in my head, I would like to do it. Uh, I got to get out of here. First of all, V, Anthony, you went first on mass today. All right? You're not rookies anymore. Pop that cherry. Come on, dude. What? Do you want to go to HR? No, I don't. I don't. That's I don't, not the I type don't. of thing we say in front of interns. All right, I, interns, I apologize. Safe zone here I I know, for anything. her and her children. Oh, okay. <laughs> I grew up in a way worse environment. Well, yeah, but you know what? I'm trying to get you out of that environment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I don't want this place to be like, do you like working there? Well, it's better than my abusive childhood. <laughs> Fezzy, one last chance. There's the stick. You're pulling up, banking up the coast, and taking this fucking thing to Nova Scotia. Taking your Learjet to Nova Scotia to see the total eclipse of the sun. Um... Up on the iBank today. A lot of cool stuff. The big ass. Let us know whether you like it or not. Gronk parties with his brothers. We never even got to that. No, yeah, it's after He was Super partying Bowl. on. Don't look at this. Phoenix's face has its own face. And I wouldn't look at the Randy Quaid, uh, Rupert Murdoch. The Kim Kardashian shows her ass again. That's up to you whether you want to see it or not. You should, I, I, I personally. I think she's bottom him out. I do. Literally. She's bottoming, but ain't out. <laughs> bottoming up. Bottom is out. Thanks, Anthony. You know what? Bottoming up. Can I tell you something? You two are like fucking freaking frack over here. Like a couple of fucking weird twins. I got a little odge, too. You know why? Because I'm hungry. I, I'll I'm get, hungry and I end up getting odge, Chris. I'll get odge pills. <laughs> I don't want to go back to Coke and salt. You know what I mean? I'm going to make this a better world. I don't even like uh, Ajapils. I like the taste of the red ones. Sometimes I just eat them. There's no, I bet if you were blindfolded, you would know the difference. <laughs> is this a starburst <laughs> or a piece of steak? I don't don't know. That's it for us. Um, that's we're going, Fez. You want it? No, we should probably wrap it up. Okay. Peace out, everybody. When I play this, says when I hit number 29 here on the banks, that'll be the end of the show. 49 is this. Fuck oh. you, Fez, Wally. So that's not the problem. No. 50 is this. Fuck all you Twitter responders. So that's fine. That's no problem. 47 is the thing that you and Shelby didn't put in for me today. Remember the email I sent you? Yeah. But this is 29. You want me to hit it, Fez? Yeah. Oh. And that's the end of my show. Donk.
Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.